basically for the girls' version of Hit, Hitler Youth the breed, the breeding core. Yeah. For well, is this the uh, is this the um, and little notes from the Führer of encouragement in uh, the songs? Can I just point out? I'm such a fucking war nerd that when I watch the movie. Fury, which I, I'm going to say amazingly, Shia LaBeouf is not the problem with that movie. Okay. Which is amazing. I he's not the problem. I feel he's a terrible human being, but I think he's an adequate actor. He he did not screw mm. up the movie, Fury. But oh my God, <laughs> so many other things screwed up that movie. My favorite part is inside the tank, inside Brad Pitt's tank, there's all these, like, they've got all these bits and pieces of German tanks they've killed. They've got, like, a cap from somebody. And they've right, got right. a bunch of medals they've pulled off German corpses they got hanging in the tank, right? Sure. One of them, though, as the camera pans past, it's the German motherhood cross ah. that you got for having, like, six or seven kids for the fatherland. Maybe it was an Easter egg. And I'm like, and I, my thought was, it's a really attractive-looking medal. It's a good-looking yeah. medal. And it's very... It's long and business. It has this Prussian blue on it and white and a swastika in the middle. It's very tall and long and it's big and it's attractive. And they picked it because it would stand out, right? Whoever was dressing the set. But to have that medal, they had to gun down a mom to get it, all right? Which I don't think was necessarily the message they wanted to send. She was delivering some rolls to a group inside the tank. Yeah. Tank blew up. They couldn't tell her body. They found the metal. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Perhaps they drove over her and could not <laughs> tell whether she was a exactly. so, a male or female after they ran over, but they fished the metal out of the, <laughs> out of the, the slurry that used to be. Uh, so to her. go back to Shia, did you see the LA men's choir do the song about Shia LaBeouf? Yes, I have seen the Yes, I have seen about cutting off Shia LaBeouf's head. That was. That was odd. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm not saying that redeems him in any way for being a douche nozzle, but no, uh, uh, what I, is? Uh, I, I don't actually know much about celebrities. What what is his um, plagiarism? Blatant plagiarism. Plagiarism. He got nailed for plagiarism, but plagiarism my, was one of the but, things. But that for being a ridiculous asshole, there's also that. Um, it wasn't like oh gosh, I had some minor influence. He got really drunk and went into a a uh, production of Cabaret and started manhandling the staff. A yeah. Broadway show. And was thrown out of a Broadway show for being drunk. I know, not thrown out. He was yelling, arrested. I shall Yeah, as he's taken out by security. Alan Cumming is not going to put up with that crap. No, he really isn't. Not he's in the a, middle he, of he, two he, ladies. Uh, I don't he, think you're going to. St- you're not going to stop Alan Cumming. He, he, he's a Scotsman. He can take care of them. <laughs> All right. Well, here we are for episode three of Sky Raiders of Lemuria. When last we left our intrepid heroes, things were not looking too good, like any good pulp. Uh, cliffhanger. Dun, dun, dun! Uh, when last we left, the uh, Vicomte de Weimar in... What's the last Bidmere. part? Bidmere. Bidmere. Had been struck unconscious by contact with the ancient artifact. Um, the option for shooting it out with the Nazis evaporated quickly, but it turned out that... Dun, dun, dun! Bunny Brass is, in fact, a Nazi agent. I'm so glad that we have found your nemesis for the rest oh, of the Oh, we have a name for her, but we don't use it outside of the kennel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're going to go there. Dirty slang. <laughs> so, um, at this point, uh, as I said before, you guys were on top of the pyramid in the uh, ruins. Um, I will note one change of cast. Um, uh, and this is my, my apologies to everybody from Nepal. Uh, I was throwing around the name Billy Fish for the uh, name of your Gurkha because that was the name thrown around in the movie 
um, the man who would be king for the, the, the Gurkha soldier who they find in Kafiristan uh, that Sean Connery and Michael Caine run across. Uh, Billy Fish in the original Kipling is not a Gurkha. He's just a, that's just a nickname they made up for one of the local tribesmen. There's nothing that can possibly be connected to Gurkhas. So I just took out the two most common names for Gurkhas who've received the Victoria Cross and made a new name for the guy. His now name is Lachiman Thapa. If you can oh, yes, that. that just rolls off I'm the going top. to nickname him Thapa. Billy Fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to understand why he had that nickname. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, isn't he no longer with us? No, Sergeant Major Thapa is still with you. He was oh. one of the people pushing. You lost the rest of the Gurkhas. You lost Jocko, the pilot, Fred Knopf, the navigator, Don Watts, the helmsman. You had Emmanuel Manny Cardon, your mechanic. The Manny, the mechanic, and the kid. Manny and the kid made it. Manny and the kid made it. They're both mechanics. And you, out of your film crew, the people who survived uh, the original crash were James Jimmy Jacks Jackson, your cameraman. JJ, Lefty. Uh, Lefty uh, uh, Gibson, who's one of your grips. Uh, Evelyn Smythe, the script girl, Ben Bloomfield, the sound engineer. You lost your hair and makeup artist. Ah, damn it. L- Larry Germain. Uh, sorry about that. And uh, you lost Dr. Carlton Chase, the uh, boozy uh, British doctor that you picked up. And uh, Paris the monkey survived the crash. No doubt when she scampered off after the crash, she was going for help. Do we still have Ben Bloomfield, the sound guy? Yes, Ben Bloomfield has not croaked yet. And what is our Gurkha's name so I can write it down? Uh, let's say it's, uh, <laughs> it's Lach, L-A-C-H, H-I-M-A-N, Lachiman Thapa, T-H-A-P-A. And here's the weird thing. Out of the 20 or so Gurkhas who have the Victoria Cross, three have the last name of Thapa, and three have the last name of Gurung. So apparently the Gurung and Thapa families... In Nepal, are apparently just badass, or it means right. you know badass. Yeah, <laughs> he just changed his name to badass after the after he killed all those Germans or Japanese or whatever it was he killed. So, my apologies to Gurkhas everywhere because I'm sure we we draw a good Gurkha audience to the podcast. So, when last we left, um, I believe everyone had had uh, well, everyone except you because you were unconscious there. That's, Everyone I was had to psychically contact the gate. <laughs> um, everyone had, uh, with some amount of hesitation, dropped their weapons uh, uh, while a bunch of jackbooted thugs clop clop clopped up the sides. Had of the force. no weapons. Had no weapons. Was perfectly happy to. Tra- you just translated. I believe. I believe you just translated while while people were running about wondering whether they were going to have a firefight. You just translated the runes. The um, uh, the uh. You are very quickly surrounded by angry, barking Nazis who bark at you in German. Um, and uh, anybody around here speak German? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Freund! Freund! Okay. Um, you are all taken into custody by uh, this uh, platoon's worth. It's about 20 or 30 guys. Worth of jackbooted thugs all armed with uh, unpleasant uh, pointy bayoneted... Uh, Bolt action rifles and uh, creepy looking submachine guns. Those nasty Bergmans with the side mounted magazines that stick out. Um, they look uh, they look intimidating. Um, anyways, um, with them I should note uh, is um, they're all wearing sort of uh, shorts and short sleeve shirts, uh, sort of tropical uniforms. Um, 
kind of a green colored, uh, and uh, they're um, and they're all wearing soft caps. Nobody's wearing a steel helmet in the jungle. Uh, they are accompanied with, by uh, a couple of guys uh, who are, well, if they're Nazis, they don't really look like they're making the standard racial makeup of Nazis. They're these dark-skinned, um, sort of uh, maybe Polynesian, Melanesian-looking fellas, uh, uh, you know, who are dressed in loincloths and, uh, uh, you know, sort of woven woven shoes. They're not armed. Uh, they okay, do so have they're these. they're like natives. Yeah, they, they are wearing... Nazi armbands tied around the tied around their upper arms. Posers, posers. Um, they're uh, these guys have got uh, a fair amount of uh, uh, ink beaten into their skins. They're uh, heavily tattooed, and uh, they've also got a fair amount of um, uh, just shit in their face. Um, nose rings, earrings, yeah. things like that. They're they're well festooned with. Uh, uh, with the uh, trinkets and whatnots. Do any of the tattoos look like any of the lettering we found behind the waterfall? Absolutely. Okay, just wondering. Um, anyways, uh, everyone is... So who am I near? Well, at this point, um, you're probably near a German pointing a bayonet at you. Everybody's got a German, or at least more than one German. There's a lot of Germans. Do I have a German? Well, yes. You are cradled in the arms of Bunny Brass, who is, you know... Surprisingly strong for her size? And... Pressing a, you know, Wather automatic pistol against oh, you. Yeah, I forgot temple. she was pressing a gun against you. That was kind of the main reason everyone decided not to have a gunfight, is that casualty number one That's was right. going to be the V-Con. Yeah. So. I wanted to keep you and your wallet alive. <laughs> <laughs> so can I relay the fact to anyone that we have to get one of these natives to bleed on one of these stones? Well, you can do it quietly, perhaps at a later date, but it might be a little tough to, you know, make it happen right fucking now. I thought we needed two. How did we come up with that information? Uh, he did. He he burned all his uh, uh, right. style he, points to try and translate the runes. And he did. And he, what he got was he got all success to get that um, uh, that this top of the pyramid. Yeah, it's a bit. Uh, is in fact uh, is described uh, something about the window. The door will open when those the when um, those with the blood of the ancients uh, when you know uh, uh, when. Uh, Blood of the ancients must be it, the blood of the ancients must flow um, must flow to unlock the pyramid. Got it. Yeah. So that's where we were with that. Why do we think there's two of them? Needed? Well, there are two. Because um, it said pillars. blood of the ancients, plural. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there are two pillars. There's two pillars, and each of them has a hand thing on it. Boy, one in non-specific uh, inscription. We kill another, sacrifice another life. <laughs> <Well, laughs> we're player characters. They're, they're, you know, they're 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 murder hobos, and at, at base level, most player <laughs> characters are murder hobos. You just you know travel around, go from place to place with no fixed income, no no property to tie you down, and you meet people and you you kill the fuck out. My characters never killed anyone. There's the the, the day ain't over. <laughs> so. Uh, you guys are relieved of your weapons. Certainly, um, is Bunny old. relieved of her weapon? Uh, no, and as a matter of fact, because Bunny speaks to these guys in German, and in fact, there is this moment where, uh, well, you're the one who's going to be able to understand it, but there's this moment where they're pointing guns at her, and she's very angry about the fact that they're pointing guns at her, and um, she says a bunch of stuff, and they're like, you know, you look at each other like, really? She's trying to identify herself to them as um, uh, traitor. As a SS uh, Standartenfuhrer, and they're like, 
you're still going to have to give us your gun. You know, he's like, you idiots. I'm the one who radioed you and told you they were coming. And they're like, that sounds good, but you're still going to have to give us your gun. And she's like, ah, idiots, you know, and, and, and hands over the Wather eventually. And is very annoyed that uh, she's getting face into a bill. <laughs> That's your perfect opportunity to punch her. <laughs> Am I still unconscious? Um, they um, they get the natives to throw you over. You're you are hefted over, thrown over the shoulder of some burly gentleman. Mm. Well, burly for the South Seas. I shouldn't say these guys are big, but you know you can definitely strike matches on them. They've been living on trilobites and pterodactyl for I don't know how probably each other for how long. So they're they're not big on you know they have, don't have pellagra. <laughs> right. They do not. Ex- these guys are not sporting a a, a tire, a spare tire. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, they um they uh, uh you are hefted by a tiny man who just throws you over his shoulder because again these guys are attacking. Him. Presumably, I'm asleep. Yeah. Or unconscious. Or At some point, that will change. Uh, in fact, that will probably change en route if you care to roll uh, something. Uh, let's tell you what. Let's go with um, what is uh, is it con or body? I can't remember in this game. It is. It is body, which is your health. So, give me a roll of uh, based on how many points you have in body, which is three. One, three. All right. So let's hear three one-sided dies. How many successes do you get? I get. Three! You are wow. definitely fucking awake. Boom! All right, you probably wake up in that case before uh, it's necessary to uh, throw you over somebody's shoulder. I, everyone said alcohol abuse wouldn't get me anywhere. <laughs> you wake up with a splitting headache Ooh. and a uh, head full of um, blazing sun. Uh, your uh, The thing that is sort of stuck in your head at the moment is um, an island. Uh, at noonday, another island. It's not this island. You can tell because this island is covered in jungle. The island that you see is, um, or coastline if it is, because you didn't get a full 360 view, is um, uh, more rocky, more uh, black volcanic uh, sand, uh, less trees on it. Um, but uh, uh, you can definitely see uh, the signs of um, uh, you. There's definitely some ruins on the island. And um, actually, uh, there appears to be uh, another pyramid just like this, except that one doesn't have, you know how this one had this sort of elevator that they had built onto it, there's the rails to drag things Yeah. That one appears to have kind of a ramp built into it, some sort of made out of uh, wooden stuff and uh, uh, wood railings. And maybe that's one of the reasons there's not any trees on this damn island. They built this big sort of uh, railroad trestle style ramp that goes off the top of the pyramid down to the ground. And you can see um, definitely man-made structures, like you can see a dock down there and uh, cleared areas. Uh, But uh, that's the thing that is most um, clear in your head as far as um, uh, what you recall from being unconscious. Hmm. Um, Could I get some more tea? Of course. uh, The... uh, German soldiers, because again, it's 1936, and as we established earlier, the Nazis haven't gotten up to enough things internationally to be Nazis yet. They're just Germans. Um, but uh, I will note that they have these quaint, uh, you know, um, collar pips on their tropical uniforms that involve a skull motif and a couple of uh, Zs. I guess that's what they look like in 1936. A couple of Zs. I'm sure they don't mean anything important. <laughs> Perhaps it's the Z, Z symbol for Z jungle troop. And, well, these guys march you out of the ruins. 
Does anybody want to give the Nazis any shit about being marched out of the ruins? Nobody tries to tie your hands up, but you know, there's about twice as many of them as there are of you. And at this point, everyone's been disarmed. But um, do you want to be looking for things like, uh, uh, I want to make my escape and leap off the rope bridge into the river or any of that kind of nonsense? I try to communicate to the German in non-German. That this must be an archaeological site, and I want to speak to the head scientist, the head archaeologist here. Do you speak that in dry English? Um, Actually, can't you figure out languages on the fly? I recall correctly, you had like a whole bunch of. Well, we did. We did decide that for pulp purposes. German. For Mm -hmm. pulp purposes, uh, he would. Whenever we ran into a language, he would be able to have some shot at speaking it uh, until he ran out of slots. I think he's got like what eight language slots. Yeah. So. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! This looks good. Um, But. uh, he right off the bat decided that German was not part of it. Now, the Germans are not making a lot of noise about as they're marching back. You're not getting a lot of noise about um, who 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 gets dibs on this guy's scalp or you know uh, who 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 wants to who wants to shoot the um, um, you know shoot the uh, old guy first. There's just no talk like there's no threatening talk on the way. All right. Um, uh, there's not even particularly any, um, um, uh, uh, there, there, there may be the occasional, um, uh, uh, less than civilized comment about, um, uh, Ms. Brass, um, and, um, uh, Rise's character, is it Johnson? Yes. Johnson, Ms. Johnson. Um, there may be the, 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 how should I put it? Soldierly, um, commentary. Uh, on the uh, fair members of the party, uh, or Miss Smythe, Evelyn, but um, uh, it is barked at, is barked down by uh, non-commissioned officers. Now, do we see any of the guys that chased us from the native village? Um, did that we would be see a, any of the guys. Uh, you did. You got to look at some of these guys. Go ahead and give me a um, uh, roll versus your character's intelligence, please. Wow. Three. Yeah, three out of four is you're pretty sure uh, that these are the same guys. In fact, what's easier to recognize are the loincloth um, natives uh, than the Krauts because the Krauts are all clean shaven right. and in uniforms that are all identical. Um, but uh, they're certainly dressed the exact same way that the other guys were. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, contrary to Raiders of the Lost Ark, they all don't carry um, Nazi Party armbands on their uniforms. Um, the only people who are doing that are the. Uh, the two natives. Um, these guys want to march you down away from the uh, ruins and down towards um, what appears to be this this big base. So, am I close enough to the ancient, the, to the natives to talk to them? You can go try. Uh, shall we make one of your languages uh, some sort of South Seas patois? Some sure. Sort of, shall we go with uh, Polynesian Melanesian? Right in Melanesian. Melanesian. Yes. Uh, melancholy. This will uh, allow you to sort of uh, jabber with them in a, uh, a pigeon style because all the Melanesian, there's so many different Melanesian languages. Saying Melanesian is like saying European. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Just speak English loudly. Yeah. yeah. And slowly. <laughs> that always works, loud and slow. Um, uh, but yes, if you want to attempt to address the. the uh, I would. All right. What do you want to ask that guy? Uh, linguistic. Um, I'd like to tell him that I've, I've read the prophecies on the rocks. Um, 
Um, uh, his response is uh, apparently something to the effect of, um, uh, don't do that. Um, you have no right. Oh, I have every right, and it actually mentions specifically you two. They they blink. The, the the stones speak of us. They do. They say that you will be the savior of your people and bring them back to the promised land. But first, you have to help us. Um, go ahead and roll. Uh, at this point, you should be rolling under whatever you got that's even remotely related to conning somebody. And if you don't hear <laughs> it, so in that case, this is going to be a roll against your um, charisma and intelligence. Uh, what's your charisma? What's your intelligence? Charisma three, intelligence four. four. Oh, all right. Uh, then let's call this a three, uh, three and a half. Um, give me a. Um, uh, now, do you uh, do you have jack of all trades? Did you pick no. up that skill? All right. So you're gonna get some minuses on this. Uh, go ahead and give me a forty-six four, four um, dice roll here. You're gonna have a minus. Wow. Okay. Um, uh, I don't even have to apply the minuses, um, except to say that um, uh, uh, apparently, you know, pasty white guys speak with forked tongue. You you filled with manure. Or something. You filled with trilobite manure. We no believe you. All right, that was my shot for now. All right. Um, you get down into this, towards the um, uh, the sort of European-made facilities, and what you're looking at is Quonset huts, tents, um, uh, watchtowers. Uh, there's um, uh, actually you'd recognize it right off the bat, Rusty. There's a uh, there is a uh, docking tower for a dirigible. Mm. There is a place to to dock a dirigible at this this thing, and certainly that big hangar is big enough to put a dirigible in. It's huge. Um, in this area that, that's been flattened and cleared out, there are uh, you know the Germans are tooling around in Kugelwagens and Opel trucks and Mercedes vehicles. Kugelwagens, those little VW looking mm. Jeeps the Germans had, um, tooling around in those, looking very busy. There's a lot of activity, the kind of activity that's staged by directors of photography to make it look like clearly this is a place where things are happening. Um, there's um, uh, the two natives are uh, peeled off from uh, the re- from everybody else and are uh, taken to an enclosure, a uh, barbed wire and uh, uh, enclosure uh, with uh, some uh, couple of short guard towers around it. Uh, and they are they have their Nazi party armbands taken off of them and they are pushed into the other through, through the gate in the enclosure and then the Germans go ahead and padlock with a chain the uh, uh, the nasty barbed wirey door on the yeah. other side and uh, there's a couple of guys standing around with big nasty Alsatian German shepherds barking at them and beyond that inside the barbed wire enclosure you can see it's all things German. Nasty German Shepherd. It wasn't. Are they talking police dogs? They are not talking police dogs. Sadly, sadly, this is it will not actually be Adolf Hitler that you meet at the headquarters. So this won't be Danger Five. As much as I'd desperately like it to be Danger Five. Because at some point, you know, you'd get some you'd get some drinks. You'd get like a what was it? A, a vodka Marconi and a double Jim Bourbon. <laughs> For anyone out there who has not seen Danger Five, you're only hurting yourself. I have 
not seeing Daniel Five. You're only hurting yourself. It's uh, it's a, basically they took a, a t- they made a TV series. I guess it's Australia. Yeah, uh, they made a TV series based on all those shitty covers of Men's Adventure magazines from the 1950s. Oh yeah, I've never heard of this. Oh my God! There at some point there's Nazi dinosaurs. There's Nazi kaiju. Um, there's uh, they they're, they're, Hitler stealing world monuments to make a giant Hitler monument. Oh yes, yes. Uh, there's a giant Hitler monument made out of made out of the Eiffel Tower and um, great pyramid, great pyramids. Um, uh, there's um, <laughs> as one does. There, as one does. Uh, there's a Diamond Girls, yeah, Diamond Dogs episode. Um, uh, my favorite it was. What was it? My God, Hitler's using the gold from the casino to build an army of gold made out of gold. And <laughs> all the golden guns. The yes, bullets. the golden guns, the golden bullets, yeah. Is it a YouTube or a DVD thing? You can see the first episode for sure. The pilot is available on YouTube through the people who produced it. They put the first episode up. But after that, I don't know where to... I, I can distribute. Oh, good. Yarr. Yo-ho-ho. <laughs> um... But yeah, it's uh, some of it may also be on YouTube. But right. I, I would love to. I would. Uh, I would love to own myself a DV set. They're they're absolutely brilliant. All right, mm. good egg roll. So, um, at some point, um, you guys are all taken and naturally um, thrown into cells. It's amazing. No matter where the Germans go. No matter the first thing they do is build a concrete building. First order of business. Yeah. With steel doors. Um, And everyone is thrown into cells. Um, Are we in the same cells, separate cells? um, Well, uh, very hospitable. This is very. I'm imagining that everybody gets a a, a separate cell. All right. Do they take away my backpack? Yes, they take it away. So pretending one of you are. You are. uh, You are uh, impolitely frisked. Um, there is a moment, uh, where, uh, uh, Bunny, um, uh, finally gets to see an officer and, um, you know, explains herself, um, speaking German, you'll know that her real name is Magda Krupp. Hmm. And Magda explains that you fools, I'm, you know, I'm the agent. I, you know, I read you that they were coming, you know, I'm not one of them and some guy in a. Uh, you know, officer's uniform says, "Oh yes, of course. You know, you, you, you know, release her immediately." And it's like you must understand we must be Prussian and efficient, and you know, can't take any chances. Uh, the commandant will want to see you, Fräulein Krupp. Bunny, take me with you. I'm a German agent too. <laughs> would you Give care to? Flight. Would you care to roll con, or do you do you really want to try that? Because oh yes, I'm okay. I'm, um... You speak German. A little bit, maybe. <laughs> he has a German I'm name. is the phrase you're looking for. <laughs> um, do, you, do you really want to roll dice under con for this? Because you do have a pile of con. I'm just... The minuses on this are kind of spectacular. Give it a shot. I'm going to pretend, if it fails... That I was just being a dick. That she should say nothing. Okay. All as right. though this were a secret signal between us. All right, what's the uh, what's the uh, number you got there for con? Is that like four or six or? Uh, it is. The rating is nine. Okay, then that's a lot of dice. Here's uh, 
That's a ball. Sweet. Here are the here are three three set of dice. I've got one job, and I'm gonna gonna do it. <laughs> Two. All right, not so good. Um, she huffs at you or something, she, and uh, turns on her on her uh, no longer high heeled shoes because if I remember correctly. And I would like to point out the reason she put on high-heeled shoes was to just slow you guys down. But then uh, 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 Dead-Eye, uh, Dead-Eye Bob knocked her heels off, which I thought was... <laughs> After all we shared. Yeah. Uh, she uh, spins on her uh, run-down heels and, and flounces off in her ridiculous sequiny, <laughs> sequiny dress and tiny, tiny purse, big enough for a small automatic pistol. Um... You should have known she was blonde. Well, dead giveaway. Mm. That and I let you name the NPC. That was another dead giveaway. It was obviously <laughs> going to turn on you. All right, you guys are sitting in your cells. Um, for some reason, uh, known only to the gods of uh, pulp, uh, Klondike Dead Eye Bob is has somehow retained his harmonica. Oh, no. Proceeding to. Play something melancholy from one of the cells. Excellent. You can drive away the guards and we can speak freely. <laughs> well, um, as far as that goes, uh, there's nobody in here with you. Yeah, we're all in separate cells. I look now, forward. the cells have got cage doors. They're not big steel doors with a little okay. tiny hole in it. You can yell to each other down the hallway. Hey, Vincent, can I get a glass of water? Of course. What uh, do we do? So, the, um, the, here's do- the thing I've been the, trying. The, the cells have got steel doors, cinder block walls... And uh, bars in the windows, cemented in. So here's the thing I can't actually figure out. Why did they try to shoot us down? The agents on board our ship, it would have killed her if they had been successful. We had no reason to to freak out if if we saw this, this German encampment. Why did they just wait for us to land, greet us, drug us at dinner, and throw us in the cells? <laughs> Wanted to see what we'd do. I'm just wondering if Miss uh, more pulpy beating the Commandant to death right now for, for jumping the gun. I, I'll admit that uh, one of the problems is that it is a far more pulpy, <laughs> pulpy response to open fire. Um, uh, it's also, regards bad uh, communication or uh, commanding skills. Not to mention, maybe they just didn't give a fuck about her. You know? We have them right where we want them. They've taken us to their base just as we planned. <laughs> Excellent. Perhaps if they overhear this conversation, they'll realize their mistake and let us go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My God, we brought them into the base. We should turn them loose immediately. So, we pose no threat to them, except for leaving. I don't think we're actually in any danger. <laughs> okay, where did that sound bite come from? Oh, that's just those little models I have on top of the fridge. When it vibrates, they talk. No one is spared. That's Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Okay, because I want to point out that's really the perfect thing. To, <laughs> I don't think we're any in danger. <laughs> then from the background, no one is spared. <laughs> I've been wrong before. <laughs> All right. What happens is, I mean, just just replace German Nazi soldiers with French soldiers. Would be we 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 worry? Would be be terrified? Well, if it was American bit, soldiers, I'd be worried. Well, no, it depends if you're... Um, like I say, if it depends on your um, point of view. Um, if they were, you know, uh, uh, as Americans, you're probably like, well, they 
They certainly shot at us, but they certainly stopped shooting at us at some point. That must be because they want to surrender. Yes. Do do we have the facilities to take them all prisoner at once? I'm not sure we can accept their surrender. I'm just saying, let's let's just approach it and... uh, like, like we're the wrong party. Uh, uh, oh, as in... And they're not monsters. That's what I'm trying to say. They're clearly not monsters. I'm sure they're not. They wouldn't be monsters. <laughs> they wouldn't be. We have no reason to believe that. That's all I'm saying. That's right. It's, it's not even That's 1939 right. yet. don't know this. That's true. And at this point, they might still want to be allies with the Americans. Yes. Yes. Too. After all, you, the British burned your capital in 1814. Doesn't that matter to you people? Yes, I, that's the plan. Let's claim that President Roosevelt, yeah, Roosevelt sent us as an envoy, as an envoy or emissary uh, to uh, explore the ruins and share the findings with our good German friends because we're so almost German. <laughs> now, first of all, look at your damn name. Yes, and and you, what what you know, you're you're practically German. I, I, well, yes, I'm Swiss. <laughs> Same thing. The, the greater, grosser, that's Grosser Deutschland. It's cool. We, it's all, we, we have value to them. This is all going to be fine. Well, um, at some point, uh, all weapons designers, right? <laughs> well, I translated their glyphs. Clearly, you have something to add. You, have, you come with value added. And Lenny Rosenstahl and I are like this. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That's a good. That's a good call. Drop Lenny's name. That's that's sure to to buy some. At this time, she's the girl. She hasn't even. Done, I think she. I don't know if she's done Triumph of the Will, but uh, the no, girl. but she's done Holy Mountain and a ton of other stuff. Okay. She did the one right before Triumph of the Will, the one with uh, Rome in it. Dope. I don't. Millings, I'm familiar. Milling of the Willpower. <laughs> it, it's really funny. They're all like milling about. It's totally not choreographed. <laughs> it, it was like. Take one of Triumph of the Will. <laughs> Thumbs up to Nazism. <laughs> you guys, the way you guys march in formation, we're really, we're all impressed. Everything that's, that's, that's cool. At some point, um, it doesn't take very long. It's really just a matter of a few minutes. Um, a couple of guards come in uh, with an officer, uh, or at least somebody who acts like an officer. And uh, asks, would you like a little time up here? You got some water. And, and uh, goes to one of the cells and opens the door. And because we've got four player characters here, I will just go this direction. I'll just go orbit around the table from one of us with my right to my left to my right. One of the people who didn't show up. Uh, well, yes. Uh, let's do uh, sure. dead eye. I'll be Get happy. Dead-eye. I'll be happy to have them drag poor old uh, dead eye um, up for a beating. Klondike uh, <laughs> dead eye Bob out, and he's like, you know, you with the harmonica. He's playing the harmonica. And he goes, <laughs> sorry, Captain. Yep. He's like, you will come with me. What for? Yeah, we have questions. I can't say as I got in the answers. Get up off the floor! Yeah, right, whatever. I'll be back. And then they march him out. They bring him back. As you're, if you're wondering, you know, what his <laughs> ultimate fate is, he comes back in about, you know, four pieces. 20 minutes. <laughs> on the Eppin Ways. <laughs> Ixnay on the Eppin Ways. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, let's, they, let's talk to them. By right. tonight, I'm going to be eating steak, <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> they, uh, uh, he, they bring him back, and he uh, goes back. He does not come back with his arm in a sling or uh, with any uh, blood on his shirt or uh, big puffy eyebrow eyeballs from having his uh, face beaten in. Uh, he's. Um, they bring him back and sit him down, and then they go, You, Darren, Kenton, uh, sorry, uh, McKnight, which is uh, Sean's character, Kenton Knight, does, Who, me? No, the other man in your cell. There's another man in my cell. No, you! Oh, uh, okay. They drag him off. He's like, Well, okay, how'd it go on there, Bob? He's like, Boring. They drag him off, and so you'll notice that uh, uh, Klondike Dead Eye Bob is. Smoking a cigarette. Smoking a cigarette with a filter. Filter. <laughs> I mean, he, he didn't roll it himself. He didn't roll it himself. He's not one of his so they gave him a cigarette. Right. See? I can't wait for my treat. a clue. <laughs> I can't wait for my He's like, he's Turkish. Tastes like ass. <laughs> I never understood the popularity of the Turkish cigarette, but apparently it's all over. All over Europe at this time, and they're awful. They're just awful. It's not a, not a decent Marlboro to be found. Just, so, if you guys want to ask him what happened. Actually, what I think this time, Marlboro was a women's cigarette. Yeah. Did they question you? Yep. What they ask you? Who was? Was I here? What did uh, you tell us I'm doing? <laughs> but I, I told them we were making a movie. Making a movie about hmm. <laughs> the triumph of the Caucasian race. <laughs> yes. I, I, I told him we uh, we yeah. were going to make that uh, the V Count here was going to make a movie. No. Uh, Never really thought about telling the truth, but it seems like a good plan. Yeah, let's try that. <laughs> He's like, well, I don't know. Was there another plan? <laughs> he got jerked out before you guys really got into it. <laughs> He's like, what? I don't know. I just told him we we're making a movie. movie. Like, Not sure why they were shooting at us. A global release talking about the worldwide positive change that Germany has Rot. uh, begun. Rot. Yes, rotting. Yes. <laughs> And he's I'm like, gonna catch a bear. He's, just, I, he's, he's like, I didn't, I didn't tell him anything else. I didn't know anything else. I just know that we can't go back to New York anytime soon. <laughs> Apart from that, I don't know a lot. Mm. Yeah. Well, they bring back Kenton. Um, he does not get a cigarette. Aww. <laughs> oh, poor That's Kenton. Worse. <laughs> uh, he, he does not come back with two black eyes. Um, but uh, once we're now we're moving, we now move on and go. You stupid Stand up. He says with his German accent. I stand up. I pull my little shirt down to straighten it. Do you do you have a lab coat? Are you wearing a lab coat in the jungle? I'm always wearing a freaking lab coat. I suspect it. Perhaps they call you Herr Doctor. Stand up, Herr Doctor. Yes. So you are marched across the compound. Uh, by the way, back in the cells, uh, Kenton's like, well, I tried to answer that question, so they didn't seem to be very, you know, uh, satisfied with anything I told them. Uh, what did you tell them? Well, he, uh, Knight tries to tell you what he told them, but considering the uh, sort of character concept, it uh, seems obvious that his attempts to tell them the truth were muddled by his own 
uh, lack of attention and bad memory, which produced right. an enormous pile of contradictory information that seemed to revolve around, I'm going to be a star. All right. I think that's one thing he's absolutely positive of. He's going to be a star, and he was a little worried about Bunny uh, because they hadn't put her in the same, you know, cells with him. So as Bunny, he, he, one of his questions was whether Bunny was He's right. blonde. Oh, yes. yeah, well, Blue-eyed. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. So they take you off to uh, what uh, this office, I guess, in a Quonset hut. And uh, in it, there's a, you know, a bunch of, you know, it's the file, it's, it's filled with filing cabinets and a desk and a, uh, 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 sort of a, a radio switchboard thing out front with a bunch of, with a guy sitting there with the headphones on and plugging various things in and, you know, saying things in German, which you can understand, like, you know, you know, station two, this is station three, what is your situation over? All right. And writes it down in a logbook because they're so German. <laughs> But uh, in the back of this thing, uh, you'll notice that um, uh, there is actually a uh, a behind the desk uh, in the in this office. Um, there is a big well. There's a pterodactyl. There's a big what appears to be taxidermied pterodactyl. Well, I'm sorry, it's not taxidermied. It's a model. It could right. be taxidermy. I've already translated in my head. This yeah. is a very interesting scale model. Yes, it's a lovely scale model of a of a, of a pterosaur um, behind the desk. Um, behind the desk is um, a forty-ish uh, uh, gentleman um, uh, with uh, uh, small, fat little lens glasses, um, who's uh, dressed in sort of. Uh, uh, tropical chic with his, uh, you know, rolled up sleeves and epaulets and short uh, safari pants and jungle boots. Um, not wearing any, looking sort of paramilitary, but not wearing any insignia that denotes um, a rank or anything like that. Um, there is also a um, a guy wearing a military uniform. Again, it's tropicalized. He's definitely, he's wearing... Um, uh, collar pips that uh, have that skull and double Z uh, thing. Now, you've actually worked for the Germans in the 30s. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Yeah. So, because you've actually done work for these guys, you're not going to be so alienated from German politics that you can't recognize who the SS are or the Waffen SS, who are still in their infancy at this time. But they're political. They're party people, not. Um, <laughs> they're waffles. Uh, there's also somebody there, and I'm going back and forth. There's also a guy there, and uh, uh, wearing a um, major's uniform from the Luftwaffe, and uh, a guy wearing um, uh, again, it's all wearing sort of tropical gear. Come uh, on, Navy. Uh, I was gonna, well, yes, there's actually, there's, there's a there's a um, uh, what uh, what you do recognize as a, a Kriegsmarine uh, Corvette captain, which is sort of. A, I think that's like Lieutenant Commander's uniform. Yeah. Um, um, uh, so they've got uh, three of the four branches. You don't see any Wehrmacht uh, uh, noise in here. And you've got the guy behind the desk. And, uh, it's, um, you know, they've, everybody's got, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a, a guy sitting by with a stenography uh, pad. This, you know, uh, some younger, uh, uh, maybe 20-ish. Uh, German uh, sitting there with this pad and, uh, and uh, 
when our fellow behind the desk says, ah, oh, please uh, have a seat. And there's a seat that it doesn't have spikes on it or, you know, uh, uh, manacles. Restraints. You know, the, the chair is not under a big light that's pulled down, you know, for the third degree. But it's, please uh, have a seat. Perhaps you would do us the kindness of introducing yourself. Ah, but I should go first. He says, I am Dr. Otto Freiherr von Marienberg. Do I recognize him? Mm, okay, tell you what. Uh, give me a... Um... And now I have to remember how this game system works. Yeah, well, the problem is, is that uh, I'm going to go... There's an, What I love is that about Cockatiel, he says, <laughs> devolving into another system, is they have that wonderful nose skill. Right. It's looking for idea roles. But there is, <laughs> but there is a... This, this, this one runs on intelligence. Okay. So I'll tell you what you could do. Uh, go ahead and either roll on uh, your intelligence or roll on use your academics role which would be like physics or whatever yeah. you know make a roll on that and see if maybe you've maybe this guy's turned up uh do i get to choose yeah absolutely. so i have science physics four and i have intelligence but it's four parentheses five and i forget what oh, that's right because you means. took a, i think you took a gifted thing oh that's right so i should roll the five go ahead and roll the five so and red is the three and, and blues i got two. i got plenty million of them all right go ahead uh, so three. Three. That's pretty good. Um, Frank von Marienberg, uh, you would recognize the name. You uh, note that this guy... Is that Otto von Marienberg? It's Otto. Now, Freiherr is Baron. Okay. I, I'm sorry. Um, uh, he is uh, Baron von Marienberg, first name Otto. So it's really Dr. von Marienberg. Damn it! <laughs> so... Wait, wait, what? <laughs> uh, Doctor von Marienberg, Otto von Marienberg, and yes, the Freiherr is means he's a baron. He's got some old uh, oh, Prussian yeah. or got pre it. pre. The Nazis aren't big on royal. Whatever, but. it's a title. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm caught up. So Freiherr von Marienberg says, "Please to introduce yourself to my um, colleagues." I made my role. Oh yes, you've known this guy. Um, his name has turned. You've seen his stuff uh, published. You've, you've read published materials by him. This is a guy who um, has uh, done research in um, electromagnetic fields. Oh, and uh, which is not that far away from your bailiwick, or um, nope, shall we say your obsession? Yep. <laughs> so, um, you know that uh, this is a guy who um, has uh, uh is pushing the uh, boundaries of what is uh, the uh, the sort of burgeoning mathematic field of quantum physics, okay. which at this point is all about math, because I'm not sure in the 30s we can actually observe quantum behavior, but it is all theoretical physics. Okay. So I'm going to conduct the conversation in German. They, uh, um, they all raise eyebrows when it all devolves into German, because they were... Right. I was say, they, it's, a, it's a relief to finally be able to speak... Deutsch instead of this like, garbled this, English. This, this gutter untermenschen language. <laughs> English, yeah. Do you uh, introduce yourself? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. von Mergenberg. My name is Paul, Dr. Paul Habicht. Habicht Industries. Um, he says, we have, uh, I have heard of you. you I, have in, I have, I uh, have, I enjoyed your paper that you presented um, at the Vienna Conference in 1934. It was most illuminating. 
I lose track of all the papers. I don't I even know how that But I'm glad you found it abuse. Oh, absolutely. So, can you explain why you fired on an unarmed ship with posing no threat? Well, I'm afraid we were not aware of the nature of your expedition. Perhaps you could illuminate us as to its nature. I'm with a group of entertainers, of showmen, who are here to make a movie. Yes. Um, I must ask, how is it that uh, a group of P.T. Barnum carnival people, P.T. <laughs> that amateur, all of a sudden back in the cell. <laughs> <laughs> how, could, uh, how could such a, uh, a troop of vagabonds have been equipped with such an um, interesting aircraft? And um, what in the world would have um, encouraged you to join them? There are three reasons. One, they have a great deal of money. Two, I built them the airship for a great deal of money. And three, I'm here for my own purposes. I'm investigating certain scientific phenomena, and I wanted to come to this part of the world, and they wanted to make a movie. Uh, I don't know what it's about. It's <laughs> they, they were a great deal of money. They wrote a check, and it suited my purposes, and so I, I came along. What scientific phenomenon is it that you're particularly interested in? Strong electromagnetic fields and time dilation. Hmm. You get a reaction all the way around there. Yeah. I mean, everybody's like... Time dilation. Time dilation. I'm sure you know what that means. Well... <laughs> if you'll pardon me... You did read my paper. <laughs> well, yes. Like your your, your, your paper does, have, uh, does contain um, any number of Interesting ideas, but I'm afraid that our recent experience here has uh, exceeded your... Pulling out my background reference. Your guesswork. <laughs> my guesswork? Well, your very <laughs> educated guesswork. Mm. I would go so far as to suggest that without direct, the direct experience of Isa de Boca del Diablo uh, and Mirror Island... Uh, your uh, research has probably proceeded as far as it possibly can. Um, I shouldn't use a German accent. Once you've changed the conversation to German, I'm not allowed to use a German accent anymore because why would you have a German accent? Yeah, if you're highbrow, just do it in British. Exactly. He just, <laughs> yes. He sounds, uh, yeah, if he sounds educated, he suddenly sounds like he's from Harvard or Oxford. Suddenly the British actor playing the Nazi switches to English. So you've uh, found the source? Of the phenomena under the ground? Mm, well, we found a source. Um, at this point in time, we can't confirm that it is the source, although all signs do point to it. There's a <clears throat> from some of you know from um, the gentleman in the uh, Sturmbannfuhrer uniform, mm -hmm. the uh, and Mannerberg. Um, uh, this is sort of and who's he going to tell? which elicits a shrug from the SS officer. Yeah, and also, um, I, I would point out that currently <coughs> I have a production on a new German tank that, that I, that for I which believe the that you still want to, to actually which, be For which completed. the Reich is, I'm sure, eternally grateful, but... Um, Wish I had an harmonica sitting here in my cell. I should point out that at this stage, um, perhaps <laughs> the... Uh, the, the, the need 
for that tank is actually becoming smaller and smaller as this um, phenomenon is uh, explored further. So um, he draw he attempts to draw you into a conversation about. Um, oh, I'm drawn in. Okay, about your uh, <laughs> uh, what your. Um, uh, you have him at magnetic fields. Yeah. <laughs> we know I'm something you don't know. What? <laughs> Tell um, me more. Uh, he he wants to know more about your uh, theories and what uh, how they how they relate and uh, to uh, time dilation. Um. Um. Ultimately, he will um, say that. Um, uh, uh, that uh, your relationship to the Reich makes you a friend of the German people. Um, uh, the uh, attack on your airship was um, elicited because we did not have, uh, unfortunately, uh, full information about the airship and its passengers. We merely had a warning that it was approaching. But apparently a spy. Well, yes. we. Who is what? Penetrating film companies throughout the United States? Um, what do you people spend your time doing? Uh, <laughs> taking any interest in anyone having an interest in this island. At this point, uh, we were under the impression that only we knew about it. Mm-hmm. Once the uh, Vicomte of Weimar and something or other be- began uh, advertising his radio show and I was his... just starting to wonder, how'd they hear about it? And I thought, <laughs> they had it for asking that question. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there, there was there was the full-paged ad in Variety. <laughs> <laughs> and the story in the New York Times and the story in the London Times, which by from our um, intelligence assets in London, they suggest that he actually bribed the reporter for the London Times to run that story about the movie. So, uh, not with money. I've, I've had very little contact with the party I'm traveling. Well, bus count. <laughs> it's like well, mm, um, certainly. Um, uh, I must admit that. Uh, well, uh, the Luftwaffe says, Luftwaffe officer says that uh, I'd be interested if you'd be willing to assist us in um, repairing the um, uh, repairing and analyzing the engines on your craft. Um, they're of a design that uh, a patent pending design. Well, yes, I'm sure that the Reich could be found uh, perfectly willing to remunerate you in an appropriate manner for the loss of your airship. If uh, you were to uh, assist us in reverse engineering, oh, did I say reverse engineering? I meant I don't own that airship. Well, I don't care about remuneration. I just want to make sure that I'm paid properly for my invention. Oh, certainly, certainly. Everyone says certainly around the room. Oh, of course. Why? Why wouldn't we? We're not all barbarians, you know. Actually, no. You've always paid on time. <laughs> that's, the one thing you can no count. that's the one thing you can count on the Germans for is a schedule. <laughs> there will be a schedule. Um, but in exchange, I'd like you to free my companions. Well, I can assure you, I'm they not, are so little threat. We're anyone. not convinced at this point that everyone else oh, is politically mean. reliable. I could be a threat. <laughs> no, who you call not a threat? I'm totally a threat. I'll burn this bitch to the ground. <laughs> As long as, as long, I'm, I'm happy to show you the, the, how my engines work. It's just one of, more of a toy, really. But I would like to be able to see the research that you have on the phenomena. Well, they'll be more, you know, I says, um, 
considering your the work you've already done in the field, the fact that you have been of some use to the wreck in the past, um, I think that it's possible for you to um, continue to serve uh, and continue to be a use. Um, and um, uh, I'd like crazy. to take it out of head, and um, I believe that you will be quite surprised as to the um, the ultimate. Um, how does one put it? The ultimate um, realization of the implications of your research. Um, he then proceeds to tell you that um, this uh, island that we are sitting on, this um, so-named Boca del Diablo, is uh, uh, merely a reflection of another island. Another island that is uh, separated from this one by uh, what we speculate is um, fifth-dimensional space. A island in another dimension, existing coterminous with this world. Um, this would be blowing my mind. I, uh, I, to sell. I, I thought as much. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, certainly goes. Keep some, my poker face up. It certainly goes some way to explaining the time dilation that you had experienced in your previous expeditions. Mm-hmm. No, seems more bogus to me. <laughs> well, I look forward to an opportunity uh, very soon to be able to show you the other island. Um, it's um, we haven't named it yet. Have you gone there? Uh, yes. Can you travel there freely back and forth? Um, with relative freedom. Uh, conditions are require that. Um, well, we're using technology that we did not develop. We're using the technology of whatever progenitor civilization occupied this island. We don't believe that the ruins actually come from a civilization that grew up here. Uh, these are the, the, these uh, <clears throat> ruins were uh, built by some other civilization. Uh, they're not from this island. This isn't Easter Island or Nan Madal or one of those other. Um, megalithic sites in the South Pacific. This is something completely different. I look back at that pterodactyl model. Mm-hmm. Are they still around in the fifth dimension island? Oh, yes. Yes, but um, this one, this example... Pecan's going to have a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> this, this particular example um, was one of a number that um, apparently came through uh, from the other side. Uh, in enough numbers to provide mating pairs. We've seen examples all over the island of um, bones and carcasses of um, previously believed extinct species that had come through from the other side but did not come through with a mating pair and so lived out their existences and then died on the island. But the pterodactyls, they appear to have uh, come through in enough numbers to have established a breeding colony here. Uh, same with the, um, uh, 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 what do you call them, the, uh, the trilobites. Although they can't seem to survive very far away from the volcanically heated waters of the island. So when you say fifth dimension, is this island actually superimposed over the current island, but in another dimension? Um that is something we are still exploring, and it sounds like exactly the sort of thing that your skill set will help us answer. Think about my character's background, what he's trying to achieve. Yes, I know. Ha! <laughs> yes, I know. All right. 
He's like, um, so yes, all right. You were, you're, you can feel the back of his tonsils. You are. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you're sold. They had you an electromagnetic <laughs> phenomenon. All right. This is um, we've done a lot of good work here, but um, uh, the work um is nowhere near complete, and it is also in a very precarious position. Germany is a small nation, a weak nation, and um. Uh, we are quite convinced that the, the full potential of this island was realized by the outside world. Um, it would be taken away from us almost immediately. Mm. Um, we are not a naval power. Uh, the British, the Americans, the Japanese uh, could very easily uh, come to this island, especially uh, now that we've uh, spent some time making the island accessible by water. It wasn't previously. But our engineers have spent the last... But a part of the last year or so, um, opening the coral reefs uh, and dredging a channel uh, so that we can bring supplies to the island by sea rather than by air. Um, the, um, the result is, of course, that regardless, the island is vulnerable to uh, a naval blockade, a naval assault. The British could take it away from us like that if they so choose. Um, that is one of the reasons for the extreme security measures taken about this location, is that its value is such that it would simply not stand up uh, in the League of Nations. Um, our claim would be swept aside by military power. So we have chosen to take some rather extreme measures to ensure that no one else hears about it or leaves here. Uh, your party, of course, is going to have to stay. Um, I'm hoping that we can convince you to remain with us voluntarily, uh, considering the potential uh, for your research. Oh, of course. Um, I can help out with defending the island as well, because in addition to the theoretical, my proclivities also tend towards the functional. That's very interesting. I'm sure you have some lovely suggestions regarding anti-aircraft weaponry. Mm -hmm. Well, um, Dr. Von Marienberg will be more than happy to take you over and um, uh, spend an enormous amount of time with you uh, 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 pouring poison in your ear. I mean, excuse me, <laughs> discussing theoretical physics with you. Um, he will, of course, be happy to show you, start off by showing you things like photographs. Um, uh, some of the um, warehouses around here, they've uh, collected... Um, Things like non-fossilized bones. Uh, so not only is there the stuffed pterodactyl, uh, but uh, since there are still a few pterodactyl on the island, we had to, um, you know, we had to do away with most of them. They were very aggressive and they, they, uh, they uh, posed a threat. Uh, fortunately, because we're not dealing with an isolated, po I mean, we are in some way dealing with an isolated population. Mm -hmm. um, and it is unfortunate that they're lost. Uh, on the other side of the doorway, there is an infinite supply of previously extinct life, flora and fauna. So I don't think the loss of a few pterodactyl on this side is really going to be any great crime against science. Mm -hmm. He proceeds to show you, uh, he'll show you, uh, to show you photographs, artifacts, gigaws, trinkets. I'm going to leave you to that. But uh, let's move around the table while he's being seduced. 
Seduced, you dirty Nazi. <laughs> um, uh, they're, as, they're, as they're appealing to his scientific vanity. Uh, let's see who else's vanity we can appeal to. All right. So. Continue. The um, guards appear. Clankety clank clank. Bring She's out escaping their... the Nazis. <laughs> She's making a break for the car. Uh, they uh, turn up with their big ring of keys and unlock your cell door and say, You're welcome with us. I look at them through my monocle <laughs> and agree. <laughs> you are trudged down to a, uh, again, the very same uh, Quonset hut barracks. And again, as you go by, it's... Um, this place is, again, the proverbial home of activity. You're seeing... This place is a point of transit. You're seeing roads that have been cut out of the jungle um, that tool away out of this flattened airfield area. There is a landing strip that has been cut. Um, there is a Zeppelin uh, docking tower. There is what looks like a Zeppelin hangar. There are other also aircraft hangars here. There's a road that zips off and goes through the jungle, apparently down to the water water line somewhere, but it, it disappears in the in the greenery, and you don't see if there's like a dock or a or a um, uh, or a uh, a key or something that's been built up down there. In the meantime, uh, it is like any good Nazi base from fiction. There's you know calisthenics and guys being made to run in rucksacks, and um, there's uh, uh, you know. Um, uh, some uh, lovely flagpoles and whatnot, and uh, big, ugly, quad-mounted 30-millimeter anti-aircraft guns, which were fired at you earlier. That, nice. look, that looks familiar. Uh, and, of course, I mentioned a um, a uh, prisoner barracks, or, or sort of a compound where uh, it looks like the island's native inhabitants are all stuffed uh, into some tents um, and looked over by the guards. Now, the... Um, you certainly see where the um, uh, the guards uh, go to those, you know, while you're going in, the guards go to those the, the prisoner area and uh, bark some orders in some sort of pigeon Polynesian, half with some German mixed in. And um, uh, a group of uh, natives leaves the prisoner uh, compound under guard and are pushed into the back of a Mercedes truck and driven down uh, to the... Uh, uh, driven uh, away from the camp down towards uh, the shore, uh, followed and convoyed by several other trucks. Um, the uh, in the meantime, um, you come into this office, same office. You seem to be short of doctor, short of uh, some uh, uh, weedy academic, and you've got you're presented with a trio of gentlemen in military uniforms. Um, again, sort of tropicalized, but nevertheless military uniforms, and a guy with a, a steno pad. And um, uh, one of them takes charge and says, sit down. I carefully brush off the seat with my handkerchief before I sit down, doing my biggest, best aristocratic act. All right. Um, in English. Yes. The, uh, the gentleman, uh, the, the, the first military officer asks you, um, who are you? In a, an accent that is English as though I were trying to hide a German accent. <laughs> Roll con. All right. We got nine dice. I think it's nine dice here. Yes. 
Oh, wait, was it? Is that? Oh, it's blue. Blue. You need a blue dice. Six. All right. Interesting. Yes. So I, uh, I do my best English pretending to hide a German accent. Accent. Wow. And I give him my uh, full uh, aristocratic title. You know, Vicomte. Blah, 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 blah. And, um... Uh, Weimar and Widmer. Weimar and Widmer. And then I put in my monocle again, <laughs> look at him sharply, and say as though it were a code word phrase to which I were expecting a response, didn't I meet you at Admiral Canaris's garden party? Um. <laughs> <clears throat> Wow. That's um, exactly how we got Enigma. This is, <laughs> this is This is exactly how we got Enigma. The thing is, and I think, uh, I, and um, there, there's sort of this look of just sort of amazement. And these three crowds look at each other, and then it goes, and somebody says, uh, finally, I, perhaps the naval officer says something effective. You, you'll realize if we didn't. If not for the fact that we already had a file on you provided by our agent, we would totally believe everything you just said. <laughs> I'd show no disappointment. <laughs> However, I acknowledge that they did not re- return the correct code phrase. So I look at them suspiciously as though they are not worthy to know that I'm actually a secret German agent. Um, again, there's just this. They're amazed. Never flinch. They're never. Yeah, never. Doesn't matter if it's blown. You just keep telling the same fib. Probably just don't keep asking the same phrase. Yeah. And then I meet you. <laughs> What's the matter with you people? And then, as though covering up everything I just did, I say. Would you all like to be extras in my movie? <laughs> yes, um, that that scenario had been already broached to us by your Mister Knight. Ah, uh, yes, quite the Aryan, isn't he? <laughs> Again, there's this moment where they look at each other. Except like, for the part where he's only five feet tall. He is a little short for an Aryan. I know, but his children. Mm. <laughs> If only we can find someone over seven feet tall to mate him with. Well, Bunny Brass, not quite, but she's certainly got something. I believe the word in English is spunk. Yes. (laughs) She has lots and lots of spunk. Several, several spunks, as a matter of fact. I don't know where we're going. (laughs) Yes, um... It has been um, brought to our attention that uh, you uh, suffered some sort of episode when you were in contact with the artifact. Would you care to describe the episode? Well, as you must know, since you say I have a file, I am a great lover of the whiskey. Indeed. And in this tropical heat... Ah! I see. That is the first believable thing he has said. They write that down. 
thank you for your cooperation. Um, you'll be returned to your cells immediately. And they just they just write off. They just, well, clearly, he has nothing to tell us. Anything. So is that a yes or a no on being in the movie? <laughs> because I could really use some of all, you know, this, this militariness. Those anti-aircraft guns, stunning from the air. I bet they're even better from the ground. We film them. We're looking up. We see choo, choo, explosion, explosion, explosion. It's like the thunder gods themselves are speaking to humanity. I know. This is the, you just, it's, I believe the term stunning. was gobsmacked. There's, they're like, we'll get back to you. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's all they've got. They're just like, I think as you're, as you're leaving, perhaps behind your back, one of them turns in and goes, And you are... And before, as I get up to leave, I, of course, click my heels, you know, yes. in that aristocratic way, and off I go. Uh, the, 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 any of them standing almost... One of, one, of them, one of the ones who are standing almost feels the need to respond. <laughs> Just because... Good God. My God, he is good, isn't he? <laughs> They're not quite sure. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for the damn file, <laughs> they might have bought it. <laughs> <laughs> lots of files. Miss Johnson, or well, looks like they only know the name, but they, 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 of course, they asked your name or whatever. But um, <clears throat> this, uh, you, you, file on them. you will come with us. All right. All right. You are brought to the similar uh, same office. Um, three German officers, uh, each representing a various branch of the German military. All these guys, I presume, somewhere in their forties and looking a little middle managementy. As far as German, I'm going to flop down in the chair in a semi-casual pose. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, please identify yourself. Who are you? I'm Samantha Johnson. Scrolls, 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 scrolls. Goes the uh... biologist, daughter of Professor. Come on, Professor Raymond Johnson. Raymond, it's a good, strong working name. Uh. Is that Dr. Johnson? Yes. Dr. Johnson, perhaps you could explain... Going back to the spunk now? <laughs> no, yeah. that's the other one. But perhaps you could explain to us... Uh, you don't speak German, so I'll get to use my German accent. Uh, perhaps you could explain to us uh, how it is that you came to fall in with such company on such an airship. Well, I heard they were coming here to make a film. And the zoological... Society, of which I'm a member, are always looking out for new specimens of animal life, that sort of thing. And I thought, since uh, the Viscount was offering such good pay, was so interested in capturing the wildlife, that... Well, there's one, I mean, right there in the office. I know. A fucking taxidermied pterodon. I know. I'm just trying right, to play it cool. Right behind the desk. So... Yeah, if they have any complaints about why you'd want to come and yeah, see the wildlife. I'm, I'm, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, we've made some very interesting discoveries thus far on the island, and I was hoping to have a chance to capture more of them, if not in in the flesh, then at least on film. Um, Dr. Johnson, um, it um, uh, my, our nation's uh, interest in this island is um, uh, such that um, we cannot permit any uh, breaches in security relating 
uh, to our possession or even discovery, or even acknowledging the existence of this island. Um, I am sure that um, when you return home, you can write your congressman and complain about your... Well, Mr. Von Weingarten's going to be very upset about this. I'm sure. I doubt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, um, uh, for the time being and for a period of time that we will be unable to, uh, in advance, uh, uh, tell you uh, in any exact detail, uh, we were going to have to um, insist, uh, shall we say, that you remain a guest of the facility. Um, however, Are you telling me I can't study the flora and fauna of this beautiful land? Oh, absolutely not. This, uh, our, ex- our expedition um, is always in need of um, qualified uh, experts. And um, while I'm not sure what use we shall put the Vicomte's inestimable talents to, um, a trained biologist um, could be of some uh, uh, very measurable use to our purposes here. And what exactly <clears throat> are your purposes here? Exploration. Uh, this island um, is, shall we say, the tip of an iceberg uh, as far as unexplored territory goes. Um, once we have uh, taken some time to take the measure of you and the rest of your crew, um, there will be some determinations made as to <clears throat> political reliability. Should you be, be judged politically reliable, we will uh, uh, measure your interest in assisting us further in our operations here. Those who are uninterested uh, in assistance uh, will simply remain in detention um, until such time as uh, we find a use for them. Um, we uh, uh, we are not in a position where we can um, release anyone in the foreseeable future. However, if you do wish to make yourself useful and you do wish to engage in the activity for which your career has made you so singularly qualified, it is possible that our expedition here could find a place for you. Provided I'm politically reliable. What does that even mean? I don't even vote. That's a good step. <laughs> we are fascists for crying out loud. <laughs> that may have been the best thing you could have possibly said to a fascist. <laughs> so like, he, he does say, well, that's a good start. Um, we will have several more conversations and um, uh, try and make a determination as to your... Um, uh, eligibility to um, serve with the expedition. Uh, you will now be escorted back to your cell, and uh, hopefully within a day or so, we will be able to make a determination as to your um, status here on uh, Isla Boca del Diablo. <clears throat> Although one wonders if we couldn't perhaps come up with a better name for it, since a few passing Spanish ships observing it from a distance hardly counts as actually discovering the island. Perhaps you have a name in German you'd like to suggest? Not me. No, just checking. <laughs> um, do you give them any guff? Do you give them any... Um, uh... I'm not going to give them any guff. All right. Um, 
because they've got guns. They do have yeah. a shit ton of guns. Um, back across the compound, you are frog marched. Um, make me a uh, perception roll based on your perception skill, which is in the second row of skills at the bottom. Alright. Two, five. Give me a success, but you got three successes. Oh! Stomp, stomp, stomp as you're going across, across the compound one direction. Here comes uh, Miss Brass going the other direction, um, having been uh, uh, removed from her cocktail dress. Yes, and now her... she's wearing an Ilsa uniform, isn't she? No, no. Sadly not. Well, it depends. Which movie? Because uh, it's definitely not Ilsa Sheik. Yes, it's probably closer to... Um... That's not Harem Keeper of the Oil Sheiks. Well, it might be. She wore wasn't that all like that. Wasn't yeah, that yeah, all yeah. like uh, khakis and... and, and uh... All right. Yeah, so she's got khakis and jungle boots and, and uh, appellettes and soft cap. And... I'm just going to roll my eyes on his satyr. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She, you know, she does her best to give you her most steely Aryan huff as she huffs past you. Huff. That's not in derision. <laughs> this, there will be a reckoning. <laughs> Mr. Gillen, or should I say Professor Mayweather. 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 Sorry, not Mary. <laughs> Do you think I am? Sorry, all I can think of is Alfred, uh, uh, Wilfred Hyde White. Mm. You know, like you should have a you should have a sweater and be going on and on about the great bird god Maki Maki, which you know, it's the last thing I remember Wilfred doing was those terrible Buck Rogers episodes from the eighties with Gil Gerard. Oh, dude! I realize he was in things like you know. Uh, my fair lady and no, nah, I just we just had like a four four or five hour marathon of those at work the other of day. the of the Buck, Buck Rogersers, Rogers? Jesus, uh. my coworkers are merciless. <laughs> Hawk. Oh yeah, I just thought second Hawk season shit. was better until I went back and watched it. I'm like, oh god, it's all Why, bad. How did I enjoy oh, this at age awful. at age twelve? <laughs> yes, the the fucking featherhead was always the with the eyebrows. That it wasn't enough that he had a head. There was a bunch of, you know, it was a feather headpiece. But yeah, the real... Was, it's got to have facial expressions. But the thing that got me was the two fucking feathers just glued on it like angry eyebrows. <laughs> that was like they were eyebrows drawn on Joan Crawford, you know, yeah. basically. It's, it's, they never move. They're just all arch and... Yeah. <laughs> that was the expression for the entire <laughs> season. <laughs> Uh, yes, and then there'd be Wilfred Hyde White puttering around in his sweater. Sorry, did not mean to put Wilfred Hyde White on you. So, Dr. Mayweather, come with us. All right, I go peacefully. All right. Um, you were brought into the same conference room, same pile of crowds. So I have skill mastery of academia, so I guess yes. peace out of academic a thousand yards. All right. So I know the guy behind the desk is a scientist of some kind. I go, finally, yes. a man of science. All right. Uh, well, I'm Professor Mayweather. Uh, yes. Uh, well, I, I, actually, at this point, they these guys. The, first, you presented with some German officers, uh-huh. and they're like, you know, the, they, you know, want, what's your name? What's your date of birth? They ask you a bunch of specific questions. Where did you get your degree? And they probably would have gone through with this with degrees. Well, Ryas, would you have held off on anything like where you got your doctorate? And no, you poop out all the information about you know. I've been on a bunch of expeditions. I've published papers. Okay. I don't feel like if they've got a file on him, come on. 
Well, it it did I help that he's fine, been. I bet. It's it, <laughs> it, it, it is it is it does make the difference that he's been broadcasting on the radio and in print that he's coming here for the last what three months, four months. Are you getting a double bladed adventure story? No, no, I am no, 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 no. I am I not to release another episode. I just yeah, perhaps right. you can broadcast from Nazi Island. <laughs> here we are on Nazi Island. <laughs> I don't know who I really am. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I've pulled the wool completely over their eyes. Oh, wait, there's a man with a machine gun. <laughs> Silly Nazis. <laughs> but uh, these guys go through your, they want to know your resume and who you are and what you've done. I, I relate everything. Um, and um, Would you like me to put something in that glass? <laughs> I, I know I'm just going to keep gesturing with it. <laughs> um, tell you what I would like. I'll tell you what. Uh, please pour a glass of water like these folks have. Yeah, I'll do it. So I said, if you've gotten Benny's I mean, debriefing, you know that me. no one on that ship will be a threat to you in any way. Yes, well, you know, we, it is, it is it, you know, the, the casualties during the crash were unfortunate, but I'm afraid that um, we uh, are required. Uh, th- this island is worth the level of protection that we are giving it. I see those runes on those stones were fascinating. There's some Phoenician in there, some ancient Greeks, some okay. South America. Again, it took me almost full 20 minutes to decipher them. <laughs> There's just, just dead silence. Is that so? <laughs> Hold on just a second. One of them leans over and says something to the guy at the switchboard. In German. I know more ancient languages than I could tell you right now. Um, Literally. The result is, is that... Um, <laughs> You're in another. You're in another building, and the phone rings. And Doctor, you know, von Marin would be. Yes, hello. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. hello. Yeah, hello. Hello. Over to this in German. It's H U L L O. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Zwanzig Minuten. Gott in Himmel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Verstehe. Click. Nothing. Uh, so, anyways. <laughs> um. That's very interesting, Doctor. Um. Would you be willing to um, speak with Dr. von Marenberg about um, the exact nature of the translation you made? Sure, we can compare notes. Excellent. Um, they bring over a couple soldiers, blah, 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 in German. These, two, these soldiers will take you to Dr. von Marenberg's laboratory. And you are led not back to your cell, All right. but to over where Rusty is. And they proceed to... Science for the win! <laughs> We'll eat well tonight. We'll go by and check out our friends behind bars. Well, actually, I'll tell you what. um, uh, You probably would have been dragged along over to the... um, Eventually, you'll be dragged along over to Dr. Von Marenberg's office as well. Because these are the three scientific people we brought along on the expedition. All right. Now, Von Marenberg's lab um, is uh, another Quonset hut. And it's... um, Filled with any number of uh, strickfadeny devices. Um, does everybody know what I know? What I mean when I say strickfadeny? No. Strickfaden was the guy who designed all the machines that go in the Frankenstein laboratory. Uh, okay. for the, Jacob's ladders. Yeah, for the for the original nineteen thirty Frankenstein. So you know, it's got the thing that goes and the thing with the dials and the thing you big giant levers yeah, yeah, yeah. that you throw and so I get laid. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you're pre-app. You're walking around. You're bumping your, your science heart on into all of the... But it's not just that. Um, uh, not only that, there are um, casts that have been made of uh, various um, uh, runes and... Ooh, uh, and uh, things on the sides of the buildings, these casts that have been made that are sort of mirrors and they've been used to, you know, uh, make a mirror of the cast and then make an actual cast, you know, the reverse and then they cast it. So there's there's various bits of runes that have been laid out here in plaster uh, that uh, inside the building. There's also any number of nasty jars of uh, sort of alcoholy, vinegary stuff with um, uh, uh, numerous um, critters floating in them. They're not Ooh. babies, are they? Mm. Not baby humans. Oh, not baby humans. Well, very good. Well, uh. yeah, about that. Um. <laughs> There's, um, there's the, the, apparently uh, the interest in taxidermy does not merely extend uh, to pteranodons. There is, in fact, a um, taxidermied um, native human figure. Yes. Is it one of the natives? Yes. Does he have those tattoos all over him? Yes. Oh, maybe uh, you can translate this. However, um, he doesn't seem to savage. be quite as. Um, Robust as the natives that you previously saw. He's skinny. Um, they were all pretty skinny. Yes. He's but tiny? this one's concentration camp skinny, or is he just scrawny like he's tiny? Is he shrunken head small? Is he, he a pygmy? He has a hair lip. He has a, he has a cleft palate. Um, uh, with a lot of bang. Well, nobody's teeth good down here, and what with their lack of uh, dental hygiene in this episode. Well, the South Indian Ocean. But uh, this guy's got a cleft palate split right up through his uh, nose. He's um, also um, phosphorescently pale. Um, could not have gotten this pale uh, if he was uh, hidden under a rock. Biology is um, not my expertise. Perhaps Dr. Johnson. I know. Yes. It would be time for you to make a roll on biology. Wait, I don't have biology. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, let's see. I've got four and then three. What do you need your to know? Is your All right, I have eight. All right, let's go ahead and throw you. I out. got four and a three, and then a go four ahead. plus. Eight. And unless I'm going to punch someone, I'm largely useless. One, oh, two. Oh, geez. All right. Well, four. All right. Let's call this a two because it should have been two set of dice, yeah. not three set of dice. But that's six successes. Um, okay. You're looking at you're clearly looking at an albino. You're looking at an albino that has a number of um, genetic regressive anomalies. regressive genetic I pick that traits. Out. Um, do you have enough, do you have any biology? Yeah, you no, do have anthropology, don't you? Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, it uh, the physicist might go gross sideshow, you know. But um, the two I'm guys not interested. Not interested. <laughs> Does it go buzz? It's not. I could care less. There's no buzz. There's the, there's no floating halos of energy. Um, what you're looking at here is again, um, what would happen if the royal families of Europe never? Uh, right, it's very uh, inbred. Yeah, it's very inbred. Um, it's uh, got some, uh, it's got some polydactylism. Mm, exciting. Uh, it's got some, yeah, some exciting polydactylism. Uh, it's got some exciting, uh, 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 I said cleft palate. Um, uh, 
bad pigmentation. It's quite the interesting specimen. And Dr. von Marienberg says it's quite the interesting specimen as he introduces it to you. Um, Where did you find it? Right here on the island. Oh, this interesting. This uh, gentleman represents something of the ruling caste of the island. Oh, that's not a good sign. Hmm. No, it appears that the locals kept their um, ruling elite uh, extremely undifferentiated, shall we say, as far as their uh, mating practices go. Um, so the pictoglyphs on them, what do they mean? Do I, um, do I have a clue? Now, they've got, he's wearing, he's wearing pictoglyphs much like um, the uh, pictoglyphs that you have translated so far. And you've already had some success with this. Um, that's what you spent all your... Um, what you did, what you spent all your uh, style points on. By the way, do any of us have style points? I think we had style He points. burned all his. You still had, I have a little sheet over here on my pen. Yeah, I don't remember how many I had. You had, Rice had three style points last time I checked, and Rusty had three style points. And Vince had four last time I checked, and Daniel had zero because he burned all his. Shooting something, wasn't it? Um, translating is what he burned it on. Oh, yes. Um, uh, have we done anything hostile? All we've done has been shot at and read some well, stuff. No, Thought we, about things. You shot some gangsters in New York. We well, ran about. <laughs> crashed a car. And very Doctor stuff. Who, where there's a lot of running. <laughs> yeah. Um, and surrendering. There's some, well, making it even more Doctor Who like. And then bluffing. And what? And then bluffing. Then followed immediately by bluffing. I've got a deadly jelly baby. Wasn't and now, um, we're, and now we're popping. Can I look at some things in jars? Yes, some things in jars are um, any number. Anything I recognize? Oh yeah, yeah. You know those uh, trilobite uh, exoskeletons? Oh were, yeah, yeah. yeah the well, endoskeletons. Oh yeah. Now that's uh, the whole kitten caboodle with all of its horrible, nasty connective tissue. Oh, they're um, like this pickles. big, right? Oh yeah. So it looks like the uh, basically the face hunger alien. Yeah. Except yeah. it's dead white because it's floating. In when you, yeah, when you turn it around, yeah. it's got the bottom. It looks like those yeah, um, yeah. those horseshoe crab. Bottom of the sea mills bugs, what are those things called? Those horrible yeah, 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 yeah. isopods? Isopods. Isopods. This man, I should point out, has a stuffed oh, isopod. Those. those are adorable. And it giant is a giant stuffed deep sea nice. isopod. It's it's relatively horrific just sitting there, but when you turn it over and that they have created a plush stuffed, you know, mandible and yeah, yeah. and very, all the horrible. Nice. Oh my god, it's way too anatomically correct. It's just <laughs> Ghastly. Goes well with your saber-toothed okay, tiger. So spot. I'm seeing some of those. Um, you'll notice that there's a few. Uh, you know, there's a uh, uh, a preserved and um, uh, pickled um, uh, pterodactyl egg with a embryonic pterodactyl in it. Okay. Where it has been. Any mammals? Um, no. Other than the uh, deformed guy. <laughs> it technically is a mammal. Okay, so... He's mostly... got boobies. He's totally a man. All right, so what we're getting here is prehistoric life of one sort or another. Hmm. Ah, oh, that's cute. Is that the uh, stuffed one? Yeah. That's oh, yeah. huge. It is It is huge. It is... It is. That helps with the terror. <laughs> and it is, unfortunately, about the right size. Yeah. <laughs> they really are horrible. Oh, they're the just little bottom feeder things. If it um, was a lobster, you'd now, say it was awesome. Vince, you're, you're dumped back in the cells, and they proceed to take people out of the yeah, cells I one at a time. You know, they drag <laughs> Evelyn off, and Evelyn's like, I don't think I was here to make a movie. I held the script. And they're like, I see. 
go back to us. Um, and uh, they, they go through your, your engineers, your mechanics, and the mechanics are like, we'd love to fix things. You Germans have things we can fix, and we can fix the shit out of stuff. We're, we're fixing guys. We, the firing squad are fixing things? Good. They, you guys are there. People are brought back to the cells one at a time. You and, see, my story was true. Yeah, clearly, everything's going to work out. Um, I'm going to have to actually give you a style point. I just realized because you just did the lying thing, which um, if it doesn't work and gets you in trouble, you get a style point. So I need to reward you with another yet another style point. I'm not in trouble. Everything is going exactly as I planned. Well, insofar as that you're in the style point. Can you give me the tattoos <laughs> on this deformed guy? Yes. The big tattoo that comes up over and over again is this guy's got glyphs all over him uh, that uh, relate to the blood of the ancients. Okay. All right. That tattoo is all over this guy in right. different patterns. I'm not going to hold this in the head. I'm just going to look at it and just splurt out what I see. Okay. All right. And he says, um, uh, doc- Dr. Von Marenberg says, well, that is, um, that's, yes. Um, uh, my colleague said something about that you began translating the hieroglyphs on the island some 20 minutes after you started working on them. That is, um, I mean, you've only been on the island for um, 29 hours now. Um, Those are copyright. So, did you not read my paper on the bread loaf tablets? No. Brand new lexicon, never before seen. I see. Translated by me. I see. And uh, you think that that language is related to um, these hieroglyphs? There's some similarities. Mm. Um, yes. Uh, come over here and look at these tablets. Perhaps you could make some guesses as to them. Oh, sure. When he lies, everybody's impressed. <laughs> I'm not lying. I really did write the paper. <laughs> <laughs> they totally are bread tablets. I swear. I posted him on the form board. <laughs> and that's when he knew he was lying. <laughs> forum board? <laughs> They're on the hex board. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> that's the wrong forum board. Um, uh, perhaps you posted them on the cork board at the university. No, on the Facebook group. Oh, okay. They have little captions in the form I'm not. All right, so I'm going to... He, he, he sticks some of these things under your nose. Um, uh, if you would go ahead and... Um, uh, let's see. What's your role for translate now? Well, deciphering is a six. My linguistics is an eight. Okay. Go ahead and give me the deciphering role. Again, you've already got so some bonuses of plus two successes because... In this game, can we can we contribute style points to another player's role? Uh, not... Ye- no. Well, wait. Yes, if you're there. Oh, okay. All right. Yes, yeah, so if you're there, you can do it. Why are you, three? you I think you're back in the cell. You're languishing in your you cell. You start. You start translating. This I'm languishing. Stuff. I'm lounging. I, I will point out one right. thing. I will point out one thing, sir, that you may have forgotten. You have a skill called larceny. Huh. And yes, it occurs to me I am in the same place as he is. Yes, you are. I'd like to burn two stop points to help him out. Oh, it was not necessary. He's actually he got three successes. Oh, okay. He already had uh, plus All two right. because he had. Uh, broken sort of the translation before. Um, what you're looking at here, um, you this is stuff that's taken off of. You're looking at the same stuff. You, it's, it's not. Uh, eventually, you get around to the section that you read because you did read one of these sections. But multi, but this is also stuff off the other facings of the of the columns. All right. 
and um, you start, you know, sort of translating that um, that this is related to um, the uh, uh, that this is uh, describing um, a window or a doorway, um, uh, and um, the uh, formula for um, opening it or unlocking it, I should say. Um, it involves um, uh, it. Uh, uh, you're looking now, and you think, no, it's not really so much about them bleeding on it. It's not like you need to fill the hieroglyphs with blood. But certainly those handprints are where somebody who has the blood of the ancients flowing through the veins and needs to put their hand down. Uh, well, two handprints right here on the albino. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keep a note. <laughs> In case you have to come back and mutilate the poor taxidermic guy. Yeah, so I'm not going to give the whole know. translation. I'm going to leave that part out, but I'm going to just say, like, oh, it mentions a portal. It's very similar to the pieces of the column. Okay. Dr. Van Marenberg's like, hmm, and took me. Yes, you did that very quickly. Um, <clears throat> yes, very impressed with how quickly you did that. Um, uh, he starts trying to explain the purpose of the expedition. And he says, um, uh, we realize that uh, we began this relationship by firing on you. Um, and that is most unfortunate, but I'm afraid the... Uh, the uh, so have they been to Mirror Island? Yes. Okay. So they already know how to... Yes, we already know how to activate this thing. But you're telling them that you've been here for less than 20 hours and yeah, you've been, you're, you're almost there. You know, and he's like, ah, really? Okay, well, clearly you have something to contribute to the um, expedition. Um, uh, I can't help but notice there's, you know, untold numbers of, of uh, glyphs that we have not gotten to yet and not managed to uh, translate. Um, he says, um, I... Uh, so I'm like conflicted. To- Betraying my friends or science? Well, he says, um, I really want to see the glyphs. I'm pretty sure your your I, loyalty is going to have to be with science. Friends, friends. Says, um, <clears throat> I need to, um, uh, I'm going to tell you a few things that you're obviously not going to believe. I watched a little in the corner of my mouth. I um, <laughs> didn't believe them either before I arrived here. We, um, we're not the first people to arrive on this island. Well, of course, I've seen the natives. Yes, the natives appear to be... Well, we're not quite sure. I think the one, the prevailing theory at the moment is that they actually come from the other island. He attempts to explain that this island, through those ruins, are connected through five-dimensional space to another island. Perhaps in a pocket universe. We're not quite sure. Mind blown. Um, <laughs> some of the my colleagues would suggest that uh, it represents the hollow earth. Perhaps a, a manifestation of the legend of Angatha or um, the Shangri-La or Shambhala. So when did um, the Hollow Earth get published? The original book by the Coming Race. You mean that's like one of the first Hollow Earths? But Hollow Earth's been around as a scientific uh, humbug uh, <laughs> since fact. 
Uh, I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say humbug. I was going to say theory, but it's a humbug. Newton believed in it. Yes, that's it. He hit it right on the head. Uh, uh, Newton, Newton pushed uh, the idea of a hollow earth because of the idea, I believe, that there's all that space down there. Why would God let all that space go to waste? Why would it just be rocks? You know, that doesn't make any sense. Plus, um, some of the early ideas about the Aurora Borealis uh, are that the northern lights and the, uh, you know, the, so I think they're also uh, uh, southern lights as well. That the, those are emanations from the hollow earth. That that's atmosphere or Ether? Yeah, or, or ether or ectoplasm whatever escaping from inside the hollow earth. So at this point, I've heard hollow earth theory. And I, I basically right, right. say, that's stories for children. He says, uh, I uh, would have agreed with you. Uh, I also scoff. Until just a few months ago when um, we opened this doorway into the environment beyond. And while it... <clears throat> he almost looks embarrassed. It doesn't, um, if it isn't uh, the hollow earth, it certainly is a, a curved pocket universe um, that resembles, shall we say. I go, Dr. Hibbert. Does this make any sense to you? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. He almost sounds bored. <laughs> yeah, what? Like, what's your problem, uh, Doctor um, uh, von Manberg Says, imagine what a hollow Earth would look like if you stood on its interior surface. It it would have a curvature, the exact opposite of the curvature of our world. Correct? You would see instead of uh, seeing a horizon caused by uh, the curvature of the globe. And, of course, the uh, uh, compounded uh, denseness of the atmosphere further away that the light is reflecting through, you would see a curvature that actually bent upward. You would see uh, your your vision would only be distorted by the density of the atmosphere uh, that you were looking through, not necessarily through, it would not be terminated by the the horizon. Wait, if I could interrupt. Mm Mm-hmm. What what I was told is that it was simply an island that was juxtaposed uh, the same spatial location, but in an alternate dimension. In, this in dimension appears construct. to be a pocket dimension. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's curved in on itself. Okay, and you're saying that approximates sort of the, the hollow Earth. But Possibly. You're not really thinking it's in the Earth itself. Well, since we haven't dug a hole... Straight down to the core, to the to the crust, and to the magma, and intercepted this world. I am presuming that what we are dealing with is dimensional, not physical. I'm starting to hear a lot of guessing here. Yes. Okay. <laughs> he says yes. There is an enormous amount of guessing. However, oh, I am here now. Thank goodness. <laughs> He says, however, what we are faced with is um, an enormous series of possibilities. You uh, may be familiar with... Um, no, thank you. I would love one, he says, taking an Altoid. You've given a Nazi an Altoid. Poison <laughs> Altoid. Ah! Cyanide, you fiend! My Laban. My Laban! Yeah. 
greatest Nazi noise ever recorded <laughs> is probably right there from fucking Castle Wolfenstein. My name is... My name is... And <laughs> Mooty. Apple II speaker. And Mooty. Boss is lost. Boss Mooty. My name <laughs> Yeah, that's back when uh, yeah they they were stomping Nazis before it was cool. Snell, Snell, Snell. So when you say that we are not the first to discover the island, well, obviously uh, we were originally led to it by <clears throat> certain um, uh, Portuguese navigational um, uh, uh, logs that uh, from the sixteen um, hundreds. Um, when you arrived here, did you see any signs of anyone else having been here? Any civilized people? Yes. In fact, um, that was what uh, opened the doorway for us. A previous expedition led by uh, Professor Whiteman. Richard? Richard? Yes, Richard. Richard Whiteman? Yes. Oh, my God. I could not remember that name. Um, appears to have um, been marooned on the island and, uh, his, uh, and was uh, being threatened by the... Uh, <clears throat> Native population. Um, before we arrived, they were extremely hostile, um, and um, apparently had no other ambition uh, but to horribly murder and eat uh, anyone who arrived on the island. <coughs> and what became of uh, Professor? <coughs> well, we don't know for sure, but we believe he went through the gate. So you believe he's on the. Other island that's in the exactly same place as this island, except curved differently. Yes, um, we believe he went through, but uh, it's a we lot to wrap my mind around. We can't find any sign of him on Mirror Island. Hmm. Um, he has either escaped from the island or he was consumed by the antique fauna that was on the island. Uh, it was a lot denser. The fa- antique fauna was a lot denser on Mirror Island than here on Boca del Diablo. Um, we were forced to be a great deal more ruthless with the um, uh, local wildlife uh, on that side uh, of the gate. Um, but um, this other dimension uh, pa- uh, uh, holds a great deal of promise, um, particularly in light of current geopolitical um, tensions. Uh, Germany is a country that... Um, Exists in the center of Europe. We have never, we, what little empire we built in the world was taken away for us. We don't have the vast resources and territory of a nation like the Soviet Union or the British Empire or even your United States. Um, we are, despite our industry and our education and um, our skilled population, we are strangled by our position. And if you have uh, paid any attention to some of uh, our Führer's um, political speeches, a term has come up many times, which uh, has given a certain amount of pause to our neighbors. Lebensraum. Living space for the German people. Elbow room. Yes, Jinx. <laughs> and while elbow room works out very nicely when you're a cartoon in America and can just elbow the Indians into um, the ocean, into the ocean, <laughs> essentially. Um, sadly, Germany is not left with a, is, is not surrounded by a population uh, who are susceptible to smallpox. Uh, all of our neighbors are 
Just as armored as every other European against disease. Because we lived in filth. Yes, um, it really helped. It really, it really toughened us up. Yeah, it didn't uh, work out too well for them in the teens. Yeah. So um, this uh, this space, this unconquered, um, savage environment, uh, could uh, spell a complete. Um, this could completely defang uh, some of the expansionist policies uh, that are currently being... Well, it wouldn't actually defang them. I suppose it would just redirect them? Redirect them. Uh, into a different environment. Um, an environment so of... Annexing the mirror island instead of the Sudetenland. So basically we can avert future wars simply by creating this colonistic opportunity for Germany. Exactly. And then once they're all in, we just turn off the gate. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) I I think they may be, I think that's, there there may be a movie coming out about that very (laughs) subject, in fact. Iron Sky 2. Yes. Uh, Um, Excited. You know, I I want to be, but I was just not a big fan of the first movie. I really wanted to like it. Giant iron space zeppelins having battles. That's all I wanted to watch. Every 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 idea of it was wonderful. It was just execution. Just the space battles. Thank God there were giant iron. uh, If you really like the space battles, you should go back and watch. um, Damn it! Their previous film. Oh, the Star Trek farce they did. Yeah, because they suddenly got the ability to do really good graphics, and you can watch Babylon 5 and Star Trek wail on each other. (laughs) It's wonderful. Brilliant. That's right. It's the not a great movie, but uh, it's the it's the fan battle. It's the the, it's it's one person's fandom versus awesome, awesome, awesome (laughs) fan battle. So happy. (laughs) Well, uh, the Finns gave us that at least. Yes. Um, But anyways, the point is, is that. You know, with access to these resources, with access to this space, a new world to conquer, um, uh, this could, um, this could. Uh, we could remove tensions from the world. Yes, we could. The global stage. The Alexander. The question of Alexander. The answer to the question of Alexander. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is your Gordian knot of European uh, of European imperialism. We've imperialized the entire planet. There's nothing to do except to fight each other. Except or through, the, the through Nazis, here, giant dinosaurs to ride across Europe. I mean, oh my God. <laughs> that was it'd be a logistics nightmare. <laughs> yeah. You just feed the Untermenschen. That's Had a lot of reading about dinosaurs recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, uh, they're not as fast as you might think. And they eat a lot. They eat a they lot. lot. They don't go very far. They're not real smart. They're hard to train. Yeah, I, I see them uh, not. But, being the I'd best like to see him try. <laughs> <laughs> it's, maybe it's not past Charles Nelson Riley, but these Nazis are never going to be Charles Nelson Riley, is all I'm saying. That is a damn shame. <laughs> you know, he survived the Hartford t- Circus Fire. I love Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> Did you see the, you've seen the, um, the, the Word Al, the Word Al Yankovic oh. video? No. Oh my God, if you like Charles Nelson Riley, he does basically. He basically takes Charles Nelson Riley and sticks him into all those Chuck Norris does oh, this, awesome. does that, and it's this thing about Charles Nelson Riley pulling your heart out through your chest and throwing you down a flight of stairs, but you'll love him anyway, and you know um, all these things that Charles eats a, eats his weight. Is it on cold. his new album? Or? 
run it through YouTube. And you'll, okay. a friend of mine actually went to Jib Jab, and there was this thing where you could put a picture of yourself in the video. So when Charles Nelson Riley punches a guy's heart out, it's your heart. And if he throws somebody on the stairs, it's yours. Nice. You be, and at some point at the end of their showing, he's swimming upstream with the salmon. He's riding a dinosaur that he's got Cool. Bridled, and he's got laser eyes that disintegrate things. It's his face, and there's Mr. a uh, documentary called "The Life of Riley," and it's just Charles Nelson Riley doing like a two, one or two hour one man show where he talks about his life. Dude, I have that book. It's great. He's awesome. Uh, they told him. Um, oh, do, you have, do you have it yet? He just went on, to uh, uh, no, I haven't. TV I just state read the to like NBC so. uh, to try and get a sitcom deal, over. and they told him they wouldn't. They're like, we don't, we don't give sitcoms to faggots, and he's like, but. Just look at your lineup. <laughs> They're just not out. That's all. <laughs> Have you checked out Bewitched? Maybe you should take a really hard look yeah. at Bewitched. Um, so, anyways, Doctor von Marienberg has suggest that this this marvelous frontier, this new frontier, maybe uh, you know, as is now obviously Germany as the nation that has discovered this new frontier would like to have a certain amount of, shall we say, head start. Mm-hmm. Uh, in um, in exploiting this uh, this new environment, but um, uh, in order to ensure Can't that you just plant a flag on it and claim it, isn't that how that works? There are a number of logistical issues with the, in, the with this pocket universe that make uh, cartography and navigation extremely difficult. I mean, this island here. Oh claim well, it the name of Germany. But are of there course. other entry points? Uh, well, I. That's not I the do. problem. <laughs> the, reason, the reason we haven't, the reason we haven't uh, announced our discovery, uh, Doctor Johnson, is that Germany is a very weak nation. We do not have a naval presence worth speaking of. If we were to announce that we have found an island that per- allows us access to a a dimensional space, another world, essentially, it would merely be a matter of hours part. before the Japanese. The British or the Americans turned up with their Just colossal new found an island. It's got some jungles on it. Don't, Nobody's going to want that. Don't they have the Bismarck by this time? Oh no, 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 no. The, the, the thing about the Bismarck, it's it's battle life between the time that the Germans put it in the water <laughs> and get it until the British minutes, put it under the water. Minutes. It's like a couple. It's months. Oh. You know, the Bismarck uh, has a lifespan from like thirty nine to forty. It's not much. Mm. Uh, at this point, they've got things like the th- these. They've got all these treaties that limit the size of the ships that they're doing, which is why they get these weird little uh, alien kludges like the the pocket battleship, the right. Graf Spee, because they're limited by the Versailles Treaty. They haven't completely uh, thrown off the Versailles Treaty. They're sure. in the process this year of doing it, but they don't start laying down the Bismarck until after they do that. And at least that's my knowledge. Now they just, and even then. We're, the Bismarck, the Tirpitz, the you know, the Schornhorts, all those battleships that trapped in World War II, they get eaten for lunch by the Royal Navy. End of story. You know, they're, the Germans didn't all have right. so anything like it. you don't want to announce that you have an island until you can defend your island. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, and we are working on it, admittedly. Um, so far, we've... Uh, our engineers have managed to uh, cut a channel uh, through the coral reefs around it, which is very handy for keeping people away. Apparently, Dr. Whiteman's uh, expedition ran into problems where their ship foundered on the reefs when they attempted to approach the uh, the island. Um, you know, what you need is an excellent propagandist, and you actually have one here on the island. 
In do a tell. Holding cell. Do tell. The, the Viscount, of course, could. The Viscount. An opportunity for all mankind. He could broadcast that there's the nothing here and everyone should just stay away because it's so boring and that we're moving it's on true. to a different we have island. Tens of listeners to our radio show. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands in the U.S. alone, and it's broadcast worldwide across the British Empire. You've actually made a cogent argument, (laughs) Doctor, uh, that that perhaps there is a use for that um, double-bladed adventure hour. Double-bladed adventure hour, after all. Hmm, we could just, he could broadcast that he's found nothing, that it's a total bust, that there's nothing here to see, and of course... uh, Ruin his reputation. I'm sure we could. What? Says Vince. Never. Double win adventure. I will not compromise its integrity. <laughs> but um, less threatened. He says, "Um, that's um, that's actually a capital idea. Although there is one minor problem with broadcasting the double bladed adventure hour from this location. Um, this uh, island is uh, due to its proximity to the alternate uh, this 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 parallel dimension." Seems to have a number of the um, uh, effects that we've recorded in that other dimension. One of them is radio signals are deeply interfered with. Um, we have film. We'll just take the film. Exactly. Uh, but we uh, we are are at the moment what we are we have a ship a radio uh, ship that um, we run a courier out to that broadcasts from outside the area of interference uh, in order to, whenever we need to contact Germany. It's how our agent um, on board contacted us and warned us of your arrival. However, there, the warning was not quite um, <clears throat> clear as to the nature of the... What did your agent say? What what did threaten you to fire at our ship? Enemy airship approaching well, from the United States of America. I think Germany will do better with fewer agents of her caliber. Well, they didn't have a lot of time to broadcast. There was something, uh, uh, since I've spoken to Magda, she says that uh, you were sleeping in the radio room, which meant that she could only send a very short message. I take my duty seriously. Obviously. It's something we appreciate here at Nazi Central. So she warned you about a ship coming with a film crew. Oh, no, no. the film scientists. Film crews knew. I mean, her job was to infiltrate the uh, production to ensure that this wasn't some sort of cover for a, an American intelligence or military operation. <laughs> and theoretically, it's definitely not a cover for intelligence. And and so the only thing she came up with after spending all that time with us was enemy airship approaching. Well, she did let us know when you. I mean, we did, she didn't have to let us know when you left um, New York. She didn't have to let us know when you left Cairo or uh, Calcutta. But um, once you actually became close to the actually. Intercepting the location of the island, yes, she did send out a broadcast to say that your arrival was imminent. I'm saying this as a friend of Germany. <laughs> your spy is incompetent. You could do and recklessly dangerous. Well, the Abwehr, be... the Abwehr has its ups and downs. <laughs> obviously, um, it's 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 no, nobody's perfect. Uh, to let the Jaka who splashed all over the inside of the. I, I'm just thinking. I didn't know the Third Reich's uh, motto was "Nobody's perfect." <laughs> wow. We tolerate failure. Wow. <laughs> so you don't have to. Wow, that's the Third Reich. Oh man, nobody's perfect. <laughs> that's all, their motto. We all try to get along here. Can <laughs> no. we all just get along? <laughs> uh, what the hell, you know? 
Suddenly, suddenly that uh, there's room for everybody on this big crazy world of ours. <laughs> I guess that's you'll of notice he taxidermied the guy with the hair lip. I just want to <laughs> point out that there doesn't seem to be any blinking over the fact that there's a guy taxidermied. He's a savage. Why would we care? Why would we care? Because he dies of natural causes. I didn't realize. I didn't realize all the players were Nazis. I clearly. No. Just, I'm a scientist. If, 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 if he dies in a taxidermy, that's a moral crime? <laughs> Clearly he, he died of natural causes. We all agree he's an interesting I specimen. I, I think that's like unanimous. We all grew up going to dime museums. We've seen taxidermied humans before. Yeah. <laughs> Pickled punks and, um, yeah, all right, for two-headed cows and whatnot. In right. fact, after this is all over, I might like him for my show. <laughs> we could pack them in seven deep with a guy with three, you know, with 12 oh, fingers yeah. and... I think it's just nice that the just... Third Reich has finally found the spine. <laughs> it's pursuing science vigorously. <laughs> we are very fond of science, just not that dirty Jewish science. Physics. <laughs> oh, of course. I'll keep that you, in mind. You may speak of Heisenberg. Do not, do not speak of that dirty Einsteinian physics. I will not. <laughs> it's a whole different thing. Could be worse. You could have Russians where they tell you that you're not allowed to talk, not allowed to talk about Darwin unless you refer you know to my background. evolution as, uh, what do you call it, um, uh, biological revolutions. The background of my character is I'm part of the Olympia Academy. Yes, I know. You <laughs> you, you know Einstein directly. Yes. I'm going to say that if you've known Einstein directly, he's oh, no, no, probably... No, no, no. I'm going to be really quiet on the whole subject. He has probably already said, oh, yeah, those guys, those guys are a problem, and they're yeah. going to be your problem real soon. I've moved to America. Yeah. I've got this giant <laughs> moat called the Atlantic between me and those assholes, but if you're in Switzerland, it's only going to be a matter of time where they're going to go, you know what? Mountains, mountains. We can take that fucking place. And besides, half of them speak German. They'll welcome us as liberators. That's why I live in... That Hitler, he's a bad egg. <laughs> That's why I live in North America and South America. I didn't expect our South Seas cruise was going to take us to... It's the exact reason I fled Europe. <laughs> really? They had some objections to my lifestyle choices. Well, uh, yeah. So... So what's next? Do we go off and plan? Well, um, I would love to be able to uh, show you uh, Mirror Island, just so that um, perhaps we can... Wait, we're going to Mirror Island? Uh, We can't go right away. It uh, requires a certain... It requires some conditions that... um, Well... (laughs) uh, We have yet to decipher the exact mechanism of the technology that allows this folding of time and space. Um, suffice to say that it looks, um, it looks uh, unusual. It, uh, it looks antiquated. Um, what looks antiquated? Mirror Island? The method by which you the... You think the dinosaurs make it look old? The method by which the gateway is opened, um, for all intents and purposes, Looks like something you'd expect from Honorius or John D or um, John D uh, or Nicholas Flamet uh, or um, Queen Elizabeth. Yes, astrologer. Nicholas Flamet, uh, alchemist. So it looks more of a a tool of sorcery than a tool of science. Yes. um, 
One of our, one of our, uh, one of our uh, uh, researchers, uh, Mr. Heinlein, suggests that perhaps any uh, sufficiently advanced technology might be indistinguishable. <laughs> yes, I'm sure Mr. Heinlein does say that. <laughs> I bet he won't shut up about it. <laughs> but, um, yes, that's why we had to have him eaten by a Tyrannosaur. He was saying it just as a Tyrannosaurus Rex ate him. Um, has suggested that perhaps this is merely a matter of perspective, that what looks to be um, cause without effect or effect without cause is merely a matter of perspective and that we are merely not able to understand or even perceive through our dulled senses. Exactly uh, what are the conditions? Well, uh, the... Um, Moon uh, must be uh, above the horizon. Um, moonlight must actually be in contact with the uh, top of the pyramid. Did I read any of this in the tablet? Um, you only read one side of it, but you, since you've been sitting in here and you read those others, you're getting a better idea of how to run this. Um, there is a sort of, in, there is a verbal component. Um, now it's saying things, but you're not sure how they're pronounced because you don't have a, yeah. a, a, a you don't have a, 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 a way to tell from this hieroglyph how it might be sounded out. Um, so you're not quite sure about that, but, um, there is some, there is a bunch of, uh, uh, verbal things that, it, that need to be done to open this thing. Um, it needs to be done while the moon is above the horizon, while there is contact with uh, moonlight on the structure. And, of course, uh, the structure also needs to be in contact with someone who has the blood of the ancient ones flowing in their veins. Mm. I can't explain the latter, but the first two. Gravitational position. It's possible. Uh, it might not merely be a matter of moonlight, as it is simply the exactly the pull of the tides, the pull of the moon on the surface of the earth. Um, regardless, we have to wait until after dark. Okay, yeah, because it I doesn't mean, seem to make a difference if it's. There? It does seem to make a difference if it's daylight and the moon is above the horizon. Hmm. Has anybody ever been stricken unconscious by the pyramid? Well, we asked you about that. We understood that it was alcoholism. It was alcoholism, right? We're not going to have to dissect you. Well, like anyone else. No. I mean, clearly I was unconscious because I have a flask right here. <laughs> <laughs> Something that doesn't require dissection at all. <laughs> no need okay. for it. So can we go look, back? Look at the science. Like, so, amongst ourselves with our I keep searching free flask. Well, um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'll, let me go ahead and fast forward a little bit because I do as much as we could role play out every little bit of this conversation. And uh, I would have way too much fun doing that. I want to make sure the story moves forward. So, uh, Dr. Uh, von Marienberg was like, um, certainly, um, uh, I think we have come to an understanding. Um, your. Uh, the fellows uh, will be uh, given some uh, some barracks here uh, on the island to uh, inhabit. Uh, for security measures, I do not believe that uh, I can convince uh, Sturmenfeuer Mueller to return your weapons, but all the rest of your gear should be able to be returned. Um, and uh, new duties will be assigned to the survivors of the airship. Uh, perhaps your two mechanics can assist our staff in uh, removing the uh, 
airship propulsion system from the wreckage, um, mm. and bringing it back to the. Uh, I was uh, thinking we might reconstruct the airship. Well, we should probably get another trees first. I have a question. Yes. As I was unconscious and picked up and carried off, did they take my weapons as well? Oh yes, yeah. you were you were roughly searched, including my sword cane. All right, tell you, you what. Keep your monocle. Who knows? Here's what I here. Here's the deal. Let's go ahead and give me a con roll. Uh, because again, it's about you disguising the because of my limp. Yes. Now and my con is nine. All right. When he was unconscious. Was he holding on to the sword cane when he passed out? Did he leave There's it on three the pyramid? Yeah. Now it might have been confiscated, but the question is, did they discover it has a a sword in it? Three. three. Um, that's not a great many successes. Let's see what the average uh, brain power of your average Nazi mook is. Much lower. Yeah, actually, it's it's not great. I think they have like an intelligence. I always want to roll that three die over three singles because it only has one zero on it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you got a little bit better. He rolled the right die. He just rolled a bunch of ones. It can happen anyway. All right, now it's soldier intelligence two. All right, you have rolled over his intelligence. So um, we'll see when your when your stuff is returned to you. Perhaps the sword cane will be returned with no one being any the wiser that it has a nasty blade in it. I lit just like I parked in a handicap spot. <laughs> <laughs> the um, in that case, let's uh, do a little bit of fast forward. Unless anyone has something they really want to get to in character in the scene with Doctor Mar- Doctor Von Mander. No, I just want to look at the things in bottles. Okay, um, there. Like I said, it's not just it's not just trilobites. Well, um, the one thing I would like to do, uh, depending on where we're fast, scorpions, those nasty scorpions and yeah. nasty scorpions. Is I'd like for us to all sort of round up as PCs and have a yes. conversation. Okay. Scorpions or eucalyptus? But the the creepy sea scorpion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and they do, you know, there's all kinds of horrible things, like I said. Right, they're all actual horrible things, bones. but are they all actual, they're actually prehistoric horrible things. Oh, yeah. Like a slug you're going to see out there. Not, no, there's they're, right. not the yeah. Bobbitt's worm or something like that, which is my favorite thing that Those I Those things are horrible. I don't want to oh, hear about them. They're fuck. awful. They're nightmare fodder. Yeah, refu- yeah, they really are. It wants to look up Bobbitt worm and nope. be terrified. Nope. Doing it right this second. Oh, you are a sick, sad man. The 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 the, the, sh- the film of those things in action is so fucked up. Why? Because it's essentially uh, it's a worm. It's a big worm. It's maybe that big around and that long. Yeah. And, and it lives um, under sand in the bottom of the ocean. Hangs it out has the ability to chew through coral. It eats. A, it can actually eat a hole in coral and create a tunnel. Okay. And, put, and then it's like a moray eel. It just shoots out and grabs stuff and just jerks it back in. And there's footage of these things. Jerking flounders under the sand as a flounder just kind of goes, just vanishes. I saw a uh, mysteries in the museum episode about an aquarium. Yes, we're were vanishing, and they picked up a piece of coral, and this thing just started unfurling, and it's like five feet long, and they're like, it just kept coming out. Then they show the face; it's got like these giant fangs. I'm like, I don't want to know about that thing. Yeah, Yeah. it is. It has got uh, the business end of it looks like it came from from Skull Island. It attacks so fast; it sometimes slices its food in half. Because it hits so fast. Yeah, it's yeah, so nasty. That's it's something nasty that thing. isn't extinct and is out here with us right now, it's Rusty. also poisonous. But they don't have one oh. in a jar here, which is the important part of this, this question. Yeah, uh, yes. Apparently, if you touch it, it causes nerve damage so severe that it results in permanent numbness. It just kills your nerve endings right off. It's, 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 a, it's a bundle of joy. You want to rub it on your genitals. It really is awesome. 
Um, so anyways, none of that, but any number of prehistoric antecedents are in jars. Okay. Um, the, the most of the stuff they've got here is things like, uh, is arthropods. Now they've got some, you know, like I said, some pterodactyls, they got bones of stuff. They got that, any little jars with little mm-hmm. things in them? Oh yeah, I mean. Jars like that? Are you going to steal something and then throw it in someone's face later? No, I'm going to steal something and take it home with me. Come on. <laughs> drink because it would be really cool to throw it in a Nazi's face later. <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying, if I can find like a little prehistoric thingy, which I know does not exist in this age, I might, I would like very much to take it with me. Well, the, the, there's a problem with that. And now yeah, that is that this is a German laboratory. Lab. They have paperwork on everything. Oh yeah, there's, there's everything's numbered. Everything's got a label, and there's probably you know like a number on the vial or the number on the jar with a number on the shelf, so that the jar is in the right place right. because they're Nazis. Sorry, Germans. That's fine. That's just a German thing. That's, That's not fine. a Nazi. Thing. I'll remember that for later. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, they're willing to let everyone out of their cells, and you know, sort of. Um, Again, give everybody the, uh, eh, well, we're not so bad, and you haven't heard about what our plans for the rest of Europe are, so everything's going to be fine, and uh, we're terribly sorry about the mistake of shooting you with an anti-aircraft cannon, but now we're all going to be friends, except for the part where you can't have weapons, and you can't leave, and you can't tell your folks at home that you're okay. But apart from that, everything's going to be great, right? Too busy of reading course. tablets. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Everything's too busy going to be great. Plan. No All right. Issues. Uh, I will point out that Sergeant Major Thapa thinks you guys are unbelievable. <laughs> Care you not for the Empire? Wait, not one of you is English. No, not one of you cares for the Empire. Uh, I will point out that I will point out that in all likelihood. The Germans probably don't let him out and about on the oh, grounds no, they're that they're not going to let him out. He's a Gurkha. He'll he's kill British. All he's, of them. Yes, his first. Yeah, he probably is still stuck in a yeah. cell on the grounds. Yeah, that, because if they let him out, he'll kill everybody. <laughs> they're that good. Yeah, and they're terribly, 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 terribly loyal to the king. Next time, bring own jar. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, bring own jars. <laughs> Sure. I'll put something else in the Harbor? jar to replace it. Only Lovecraft could have lived to I... see all these things. <laughs> oh, you mean the bo- the bobbit worm? Yeah. It's, it's like the look of the that the Ketonians have, yeah. sort of the head of them. Yeah. You should look up Damascus goat. Oh, those things are awesome. The I've always goat? wanted one of those skulls. The what goat? Damascus goat. They're the, the Damascus goat. They're the goat. ones that have like the five horns poking out. Yeah. Aren't they? They're not. Oh no, they're the flat. ones with the flat faces. Oh. They don't got a nose. They just... don't got a snout. Press the face. You know, like if you took a goat and, and, and shoved the yeah. muzzle down, yeah, okay. Great face says it all. <laughs> I'm just not looking forward to finding this picture. No, it's just it's, most it's beautiful a, goat competition. That's the one. Beauty is in the eye of the goat watcher. <laughs> <laughs> is that the title of the article? Beauty is in the eye of the goat watcher. Yeah. There is one thing, however, that um, Dr. von Marienberg and um, uh, Sturmanfera Mueller does ask everybody here. And that is, um, at some point during your interrogations and during your, your uh, interview, um, they, uh, he produces a, um, a medallion. That's a hideous thing. Look at that. He produces a medallion on the good lord. Um, That's what a Damascus goat yeah. looks like. I bet they have amazing skulls. It, it looks like something that came from Doctor Moreau's island. 
I'm just saying the lawgiver should be, you know, the, on, you know what I mean? The lawgiver yeah, on, yeah. on, on, on. Oh, this is the best. What is the law? What is the law? Yeah, what's fucking hell? It's just. What is the law? <laughs> Why is he in a banquet room? Because uh, <laughs> he's made some There's very beautiful goat competition. Because he's yeah. made some very poor life decisions, and now he finds himself in a banquet. But room. it's oh, even his face smile. is like twisted. It's yeah, that's just wrong. That's like a child drew him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, you don't want to see. Oh God, you don't want to see any biological no, entity that a child drew. Like but um. One of the things that Mueller and uh, and Marenberg bring to your attention is them. They ask everyone here. He looks so happy. Have you ever seen this? And they produce a medallion. Um, it's a medallion on a chain. It appears to be a gold medallion. Um, your first impression of the medallion is that it is um, perhaps a um, it is perhaps a, a Masonic symbol. Uh, because what you've got here is a uh, pyramid uh, with an eye in it. And uh, it does, however, it is, however, lacking in some of the Masonic other symbols, such as... Why do you keep looking at me when you say Masonic and you look at me? <laughs> Masonic, I, I, I think, Dr. Habig. I, 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 I think what, who's, this, who's, who's got this medallion? Uh, the Nazis do. And they want to know uh, if you Is recognize it. it. He, produces this, he produces this medallion. And, and, um, um, and he's like, do any of you recognize this symbol or recognize this medallion? I think and I've seen it on the back of a dollar bill. It's uh, So do I know genealogy of the symbol? Does it go uh, back before the Masonic? Uh, yes, it does. This I, would I know that? I have God. Yeah, you know, th- that would be outside your academia with uh, your anthropology and your. All right. Uh, I, I don't think I, 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 the, one of the things about this game is they hit the average of roles, and uh, I'm looking at your since your your uh, let's see research is Jesus averages. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's three. He's a science guy. That um, is what he does. Stop acting set, shocked. Yeah, anthropology is four. Uh, academic here is two. Yeah, you're going to you're going to be able to uh, you know dazzle the Nazis with your knowledge of uh, science, uh, science, and symbiotic symbol symbolology. Um, Semiotics. Uh, it's not a eye at the top of a pyramid. It is an eye inside of a triangle. However, the triangle. Is a uh, is um, all right. It's three sided, obviously, but it's uh, on the medallion. This triangle, the the part that goes around the the eye, is also three sided. If you know what I mean, we're talking about a three sided triangle shaped bar, okay. right? That goes around like right, right, yeah. But it's twisted. It's turned so that it creates a Mobius strip. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, it's not you know, so it turns and but it, 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 it the result is is that it's all one. There's three sides, but because of the way this thing is turned, it's, it's all one side. All right, and there's an eye in the center of it, a flat backing. Um, so it's 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 it's, it's not. So here, hey, look, I'm going to use the samosa to demonstrate. Oh, hey, there you go. Came in extra handy. The eye right in the middle of it, the flat back on it, so it's not hollow. And then the border is this. So it's slightly different. Yeah, so I'll, uh, now we'll eat the samosa to demonstrate mm, how, how delicious this Does it conspiracy. Taste like a How's the eye taste? Mm. Jelly like? Mmm. Tastes like potato. 
So um, they do have this this soul, and they're like, I don't suppose that um, any of you recognize this object. But the object is his. You will even be shown it yourself there, Vince. They will uh, keep it from you. They ask everybody. It look familiar to me. Never seen in my life. It looks very similar to a picture I have seen on the back of a dollar bill. Yes. <laughs> You've been so helpful. It is that artist, uh, uh, Eric von Reich or something. I think they're right. It does resemble Adam the back Weisel? of a dollar bill. Yes, perhaps it does. As in building in New York. <laughs> he asks if um, Mueller asks, um, <clears throat> "What do you know of uh, your navigator, Fred Noth?" Fred Noth. 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 Your navigator. Uh, what do you know of him? You uh, you set up the expedition. He died in the crash. Oh. You set up this expedition. You hired the man. What did you know about him? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he was terrible at avoiding anti-aircraft fire. That was Jocko. That's both of them. Hey, you found the island. My humidor destroyed. The wine cellar destroyed. My monkey lost. Oh, the monkey's not lost. What? She, she's still hanging out? Oh, no, no, no. They, they, apparently the Germans found Paris. Have you been touching my monkey? Uh, Don't touch my monkey. Fortunately, Paris is Set not in a jar. <laughs> I asked if there were any mammals for just that reason. Paris is not in a jar. But yes, the, the Germans found the monkey. They offered her some food and she came out of a tree and picked, oh, at, the, or picked at their ears. This is how they so took over the real Paris, too. She and <laughs> me are just alike. <laughs> Offer me a little science. No. <laughs> I don't think I have ever seen that medallion before. And yet... And yet, it calls to me. Oh, dear. Are you going to attempt to use your actual skill? Of what? But of course. Con? You're the one who has... You're going to pass out again. I didn't know he had another skill. <laughs> well, he, he, took a, he took a talent. So He's got a talent, and it's going to hurt him. And let's see what it does. Again. Wait, my charisma talent or my psychic ability? I was going to oh. say your psychic, psychic ability. ability. It's, uh, it's what telemetry? it fucked your ass up the last time. Yeah. Let's see how it does this time. All right. Let's see. All right. Yes, I think this counts. All right. Uh, so you have, I think, one talent level. You just bought one talent level of extra. Sensory perception. That's yes. just above hack. Mm-hmm. It's extra. Yeah. It's extra how I do my showmanship. I sense what the audience wants and I deliver. It's also how I did that thing with where did the watch come from. <laughs> it helps when it's actually happening as opposed to having to fake it. Um, let's see here. So, it's not quite there, but let's go ahead and let me give you a crack at this thing anyways. Go ahead and give me a perception roll, please. All right, perception is five. Okay. And, uh... All right. So, one other point I'm going to throw out is that you everyone had taken gotten pretty banged up in the crash. I don't remember who... 
was uh, missing a, a lethal wound or something. But in the meantime, uh, the Nazis would have put in a mercurochrome or uh, ibuprofen or, 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 or bear. Nice Ecstasy. German product. I don't, uh, duh. I don't remember getting hurt. There were some NPCs who, had a, who had a hit. Down. Oh, yeah. I actually got hurt. Uh, the, the, uh, Nazis would have, the Nazis would have healed up any lethal damage that you had. Okay. Um, uh, uh, just in the just, just so that they could torture. I mean, um, ask you very nicely questions later. Um, so uh, go ahead and give me a perception roll. We're gonna try and use all of us. ES- or? Just him. Just we're gonna try and use your ESP roll. What do you mean? Uh, uh, five. As um, what do you call it? Uh, okay. What's the term? Um, what's the term for reading an object? Telemetry. No, psycho... Psychometry. Psychometry. We're going to try and use ESP for psychometry. So go ahead and take a whirl. Ooh. Zero. All right. Let me try. It's cold. (laughs) It's cold. You want to lie? You do have con. But of course I'm going to lie. Oh, God. Go ahead and give me a a con roll. Nobody knows you have a psychic power yet. Are you Uh, sure you want to reveal that by lying about it? Well, he might not say he's lying about it. Oh, that's true. If you want to tell them, you, you got nothing. Yeah. Uh, from the the object, you could lie and tell them something, no matter what it is, or you could just not let anybody not know let them know that you were reading the object. Can I see it? Oh, I, I don't recognize it. I mean, which one do you want to do? I'm trying to think about it because you certainly lied about your having psycho abilities when you, yeah, you covered up the getting. I don't think you want to spill. So the do I recognize it? I was thinking that it needs me to open the gate. <laughs> so they can't kill me. Sure, these jars are special. You can say whatever you want. I don't know if I'd say I, I have those psychic abilities. Yes, there might be a brain in special psychic brain floating in the jar. It's certainly very pretty. All right, you go with the pretty option, sir. Uh, you, um, you know, you had some anthropology, right? Yeah. Give me a roll on your anthropology roll. Well, you got like a four or five in there. I mean, yes, you can recognize as being similar to Masonic, similar, similar things like that. Yipes! How many? Seven. How much uh, anthropology do you have? Eight. All of it. Oh, that's all uh, the anthropology. Oh, that's nine. All of it. Oh, two, two of these. You want, you want uh, two of those? And, uh, that's hand still hand pretty good. All right, four. Um, when the dinosaurs show up. Um, and writing. The uh, well, no, it's uh, uh, most people have no. Successes. You got four. Um, your take on this thing is that um, it certainly looks like it's related to some um, uh, uh, iconography that uh, was related to uh, uh, Age of Reason, um, you know, Enlightenment era um, secret societies. Uh, in uh, places like um, Italy, uh, Balkanized Italy, and perhaps the Holy Roman Empire slash Habsburg Empire of the, uh, you know, the 1600s, something like that, Age of Reason, uh, the we're breaking out of the world of natural philosophy and moving on to actually have science and uh, things like that. Um, uh, uh, you're not quite sure, don't have all your books, but it seems um, that uh, it is a repeated image, that the eye... Uh, as the eye of knowledge, eye of God, all-seeing. Um, it's the best you can tell them off the top of your head, but um, um, certainly the Masons were only the most recent group of guys to, to pull this down. Um, however, um, 
uh, you sort of remember it as being, you sort of remember this might have been connected to uh, the Rosicrucians, which um, your understanding is that the Rosicrucians are um, uh, a hermetic society um, that uh, uh, may or may not have really existed. Do you know what I mean? The Rosicrucians are this group that Lots of people who are commenters on on secret societies and magic and you know uh, ritual magic in the 1700s, 1800s, or 1700s, 1600s uh, are guys who talk about well, this knowledge is held by the Rosicrucians, or I've heard of the Rosicrucians, or I tried to join the Rosicrucians. No one ever reports and says I was in the Rosicrucians. I've heard Robert Wilson. Yeah, yeah, okay, except for Robert Anthony Wilson. Um, but, uh, there's always something that's just out of reach. Like there's all these real answers to these hermetic issues, but, um, I could never get the guys who actually know what's going on to tell me about it. Um, uh, no one ever reports being, and maybe, you know, right up there with the Comte de Saint-Germain or, and, and other bits of, um, you know, hermetic nonsense where, uh, we have all these, you know, second person reports of this stuff rather than anybody actually going, yep, here I am a hundred years later. I sure haven't gotten any older and I'm the comp to St. Germain. Um, except for professional con men. I'll just say I recognize it as sort of an old occult symbol. Okay. Um, Germans do ask you what you know about your navigator, um, Fred Noth. Well, he was inexpensive. <laughs> you could get him at a price that you felt comfortable with. And... He had a certain look. A look that I thought would be good in the background of a movie. Uh, so you, you, you planned to use him as an extra? Well, shemping. He would be shemping in the background. Everyone was an extra. It really cuts down on cost if you could multi-purpose people. It's really pre-union. Especially if you don't have to pay them for more than one job. I see. Um, uh, the Germans uh, do put out one thing. Um, they do reveal one other thing, and that is, um, as annoyed as you may have been for us shooting you down, I would like to point out that while we did obviously shoot you down, we didn't sabotage, uh, uh, Magda had nothing to do, Magda Corp had nothing to do with, um, sabotaging your engines. Why would we believe that? Magda's an incompetent liar. Well, she's obviously not the, your favorite spy. But, is she uh, your favorite spy? Well, she certainly think told, you're getting good value for your money? Certainly she told us you were coming, and we shot you down right on schedule. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> These Germans and their schedules. <laughs> but the real question is, should you have, or were you interfering with something beyond your ken? Who else? Dun, dun, dun. Wow. Um, we're going to go with, it was okay to shoot you down, because now you're in our thrall, and we like having you in our thrall. Mm. Are they using those words, by the way? No. Okay. The, uh, the other Speaking question of our I fall, have. Can we get some uh, mattresses in there or something? Cause... Oh, yes. Who, right. who else would want to shoot us? I'm sorry. Who else would want to sabotage us? Who, who would have any motive? Well, what about that crazy doctor we picked up in Calcutta? The random person we ran into? Oh, or what about those or people who tried he? to kidnap me in New York? Well, they did seem very Cosa nostri yeah, it just seems oddly subtle to get on our expedition and Dr. sabotage Carlton our engine, Chase. but not actually grab you and try to shake money out well, of you. Well, this um, medallion was found uh, around the neck of the corpse of uh, your uh, 
Navigator? Navigator, Mr. Fred Knopf. We found him in the wreckage. What? What? Just wondering if it um, had any meaning for any of you. He must be the saboteur. Strange jewelry always means sabotage. Well, of course, he could be the saboteur, or the saboteur could have placed the medallion necklace around the neck of a corpse That's in the wreckage. Can he saboteur to think we'd come back and recognize that necklace? <laughs> Especially when we left the body behind. Perhaps he was more worried that we would recognize the medallion. Or she. There are some... We or she? Or they. Yeah, well... <laughs> The Germans say Indeed. the the uh, uh, it yeah, is shared for you by Doctor um, Doctor Marienberg, not by Standard uh, uh, Sturman for Mueller. That um, he is very chatty. Is it ancient looking? Uh, that um, um, no idea. How's your metallurgy? Exactly. Um, does it look like something he might have worn on the in, on the boardwalk? Is it? What does the amulet look like? I know what it's shaped like. Um, it doesn't is it metal. Is it, it is made metal. Out of clay? It, it is uh, made out of a uh, metal that is. Um, you're not really able to. I've seen Egyptian amulets and jewelry, and I, you know, ancient Egyptian. And you can, I, I have no ability to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> I have my larceny skills to estimate how much it's worth. All right, go ahead and use your larceny. Give me a die roll. What's it got in larceny? Two, three, four. Uh, three. Three. Nine. Nine. There's three dice of... Wait, wait, I'm like supposed to use the other ones. And have the light or zero. <laughs> so roll the blue one. Damn it. Damn it. I told you not to I'm roll that one. really not doing so well with the rolling. Um, the, necklace, uh, the, the necklace appears to be a simple steel um, chain. Simple stainless steel right. chain. The uh, actual medallion, uh, which is you know smaller than... Um, uh, it's, it's it's probably smaller than one of these die if it had been hammered flat. Okay. Okay. That's the size of a quarter. So About. it um it the metal is incredibly light. It has kind of a um it uh, has both the characteristics of gold and copper. Aluminium. Um, it's a <laughs> unobtainium. <laughs> yes. What was unobtainium in that shitty movie Avatar? Did it look like anything? Did they show the unobtainium? It was some rocks. It was just some rocks. That floated. That floated. Okay, floated. Yeah, yeah, there were some floating rocks. Yeah. Okay, I, I haven't seen the film. I'm just curious if unobtainium had a, you know, You've never seen movie. Avatar. No. No, it sounded so the, the depressingly movie. awful that that I did not see it. I decided it's that very James, fancy looking. James Cameron couldn't have my fucking money. Well, we should show that. It's a sci-fi movie that. that your grandparents enjoy. <laughs> Actually, it's neither as terrible as people would have you believe, nor is it as good as most people think. I have the same. I have the same reaction to World War Z. It's just not going to let them take my money. I am. World War Z was terrible, but Avatar has some really interesting creature designs. It's got some cool. That's and then what I will probably do is buy one of those lovely books, the coffee table book, like the like the Skull Island coffee table book, and it'll show all the monsters. Now, did you see How to Train Your Dragon too? No. Oh, uh, that is a damn shame. It's got a bunch of dragons flying around a floating rock, which just like to see an avatar, except they're adorable. But, um, Max Brooks. So, who yeah, would be, I really like the book, who would be but... interested in us not coming here besides the Nazis? Well, um, the uh, Nazis have suggested that our own expedition has run into a certain uh, amount of sabotage. Who would. Hmm. 
another world power? Well, that's a very good the question. People who know how to engineer a fifth dimensional gate? I don't think another world power. Really? I think an other world power. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. <laughs> yes. Um, that's the working theory. Possibly Jews or communists. I mean, uh, the. <laughs> Every once in a while, their Nazism just slips out for what to see. This is um, it was in our um, it was our 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 agent was uh, supposed to tell us when you were going to arrive so that we could capture you, causing you to crash into the ocean and drown completely would have deprived us of getting any answers, such as who's financing your operation, who do you work for, me. And against all probability, that does appear to be the case. Beyonce. Um, we've determined that, yes, you did, in fact, borrow enormous amounts of money from American organized crime. Apparently, apparently used it to create this giant Zeppelin in the skin New York before they were able to, 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 to break your legs. And it doesn't seem possible that... They weren't that organized. <laughs> I'm expecting yeah, the papers that. are filled with a bunch of bodies of criminals in the water found dead. Clearly. Sometimes what? criminals visit the circus, sometimes they don't leave. <laughs> we got a clown we keep in the back just for special jobs like this. Um, anyways, um, the Nazis, uh, uh, are, excuse me, they're Germans because they're clearly the Nazi. It's just a sideline there. The German expedition members that you speak to say that, yes, they're a little concerned about this other interest in the island. Um, We're not sure what to make of it yet. Who ordered us fired upon? Who gave that order? Well, that would be... uh, Actually, that would have been um, uh, Major Tauber. The Luftwaffe officer. They're the ones in charge of all the anti-aircraft defenses. Um, uh, Commander Captain von Schoenholz is in charge of the um, naval uh, defenses, including the minefield, um, the naval minefield. Um, uh, physical security is um, uh, Sturmfeuer Mueller of the uh, Schutzstaffel. Mein So, um, <laughs> was the Luftwaffe ordered to fire all this? Of course. By who? Who gave that order? Well, of course, Major I, Tower. Uh, well, Major Tower, and of course, I ratified that decision. Right. Yes, you shot out because the, Dr. von Merenberg said you should shoot them down so that we can capture them and interrogate them. Dr. Merenberg said, well, I'm just wondering, why didn't you just try to capture us when we got We certainly did try and capture you. We shot you down, and then you were captured. And so... The plane is coming to you. It's the going to land. Airship. We're going to airship, and we're going to get out and step on the ground. Yes. Why wouldn't you just grab us then instead of shooting at us with guns? We, it's not as dramatic. Because we did not just drag wondering. these anti-aircraft carronades all the way <laughs> from Heidelberg to this shithole in the South Pacific, in the South Indian Ocean, not to fuck some motherfuckers up. I'm just wondering who the saboteur is. That's all. Right. all. I'm just thinking whoever this order might be an indicator. I promise you that everyone thought it was an awesome idea to shoot you out of the sky. <laughs> right. <Yes. laughs> 
Now, you're all going to show us how to make those engines work, right? You bet. Okay. <laughs> no <laughs> problems. No <more>. problems. <laughs> you're a good little minion. Everything's going to work like clockwork. I noticed that you haven't put the... You haven't given up the fucking uh, vacuum tubes yet. Oh, I have a plan. Okay. <laughs> it has not started yet, <laughs> but it's coming. There's a plan. All right. <laughs> That's always good to know. All right. So um, you guys have the general freedom of the facility. They're going to stick you guys in a Quonset hut. Or probably more likely, we'll start off by throwing, you up, throwing up some uh, tents. Uh, because, gee, they can always throw up some tents. Um uh, there is uh, not much in the way of perimeter around this camp. There is a perimeter around the where the, the, the local inhabitants are walled off. They have barbed wire on them. They will also point out that despite our best efforts, we have not, to the best to our satisfaction, captured every native on the island. Um, we've how many do you, are in the barbed wire fence? Like fifty? Uh, no, there's more like uh, there's more like 170. Oh, that sucks children. for them. It does. Savages. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we're not sure how many uh, managed to escape the um, the roundup, but um, uh, obviously going off in the jungle um, can be problematic what with you becoming somebody's dinner. Oh, is so, that me? Yeah, I just had to get I was like, because you think that. So... Um, <laughs> Uh, there's no real perimeter around the facility uh, except a um, a field of fire. There's no minefield. There's no barbed wire fence. But they have basically created a um, uh, a flattened, cleared area around the base uh, so that when they light this place up with their floodlights and whatnot, um, it's an, it's not uh, exactly convenient to sneak from the tree line. To the facility because it's well lit up, and we're not allowed to go into the jungle. Well, uh, it wouldn't be recommended. And, we don't. We don't need to go. Uh, however, um, they have animal traps. <laughs> there are no animals in them. <laughs> <laughs> we can. We can fix that. Um, are, are you suggesting to putting them out for the locals, or just to want to go? It's anything in the jungle might turn up and 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 be trapped. Maybe I'll find a new species of bird or mole or something that I can take home. Okay. Or a clumsy Nazi. Yes, or a, yes, exactly. Or a, a misdirected fascist. Oop, it's tripping to your trap. So I want to go off and talk with the group of people I trust who strangely are all represented by human players at this table. Exactly. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, that would be convenient for us. Coincidence. I'll carry some traps for All you. All right. Don't don't worry. There's there's you know there's there's time in between meal time. And, and so we'll all breakfast. go back to our tents. Yeah. And we'll hang out, and then we will all meet up where we can have this conversation. They've probably done something incredibly annoying, like stick you and Evelyn in one tent together. I don't hate Evelyn. No, I just meant to just that you know uh, put all the, the girls one in one tent. The ship, in which case I'll hate you. Yeah. For making all the female characters villainous, except for me. <laughs> what do you mean, except for? <laughs> um, no, uh, certainly while she's changing uh, her clothes, you can quickly surreptitiously check for any pendants on chains around her neck. Oh, I'm checking. <laughs> In case she's um, uh, wearing the sign of the eye. Uh, no okay. such luck. So let's put these guys together here. So, ladies and gentlemen, what are your feelings towards this situation? I think we should try to get out of here as quickly as we can. 
I don't want to work for these guys. I don't, like, I don't trust these guys. I don't want to work for them. Although I think we do have to get to Mirror Island. Okay. They're going to take us there. Well, I think when we get there, we should break off. Okay. And you? I'm okay with that. Do you want to break off, or can you go either way? I can't get any of the work I want to do done here with them. Okay. They won't let me bring anything I find home. So this is a practical consideration, not a moral consideration for you. <laughs> That's a very long pause. One might I would say, like to go to Mirror Island. Think of the discoveries. I would like to go because Dr. Whiteman was a friend and a colleague of mine, and that is where he was last seen. I would like to go because that is where all the cool animals seem to be coming from. All the cool animals? Yeah. Not these nerdy... The the flora and fauna there are what has polluted the flora and fauna here. So perhaps if I go to Mirror Island, I can find some unknown trees or something. Let Let me make it a more practical question. We get to Island Mirror, and we break off. And conflict ensues, and there's a gun in your hand. Who are you going to shoot? Anybody but you. That's a good start. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was going to go straight I mean, to I'm... Magda Krupp. <laughs> first thing, first bullet lands in Magda Krupp. Beyond that, it's an open field about who. Um, I'd like to be I'm not going to not shoot. shoot list. I'm not going to say you, I mean you, the collective, the people I came here with. Okay. I feel that I owe my loyalty to my friends, not to a bunch of. Jack-booted thugs. Jack-booted thugs. <laughs> and sir, how do you feel on the subject? Well, if the thugs were wearing a sensible loafer, we might have a different question. But as it stands, they're all jack-booted. And in this weather, it's completely... It was shorts? Come on. <laughs> we will have to bring a cameraman. <laughs> well, yes. Well, yeah, we could bring JJ. How much of my crew is left alive, anyway? All right, so... The makeup girl, isn't she still around? The makeup girl's dead. Well, it was a makeup guy. It was, well, Larry Germain. Larry's dead. Script girl, that's right. Mind you, he he had an act in um, West Hollywood called The Lady Germain, but that was completely separate from his duties uh, for the uh, double-bladed adventure hour. So Jocko the pilot is dead. We we still have J.J., Lefty, Evelyn, Paris... Uh, Manny and the Kid. Yep. And Ben Bloomfield. There's a new radio series, Manny and the Kid. (laughs) There was uh, two mechanics, there's two members of the airship crew survived. Manny Cardin, uh, Emmanuel Manny Cardon, Cardon, and uh, Charles Gilbert, who was the youngest member of the crew when I was a kid. They're doing already what I want them to do. Not worried about them. Um... Your uh, one of your Gurkha survived, which was uh, Sergeant Sergeant Major Thapa. Uh, and uh, your your grip, your script girl, your sound engineer, and your camera server, cameraman survived. Right. The only people you lost out of your film crew was your ma- hair and makeup artist. And your and, leading lady. Uh, your, well, technically, I guess she's lost. Well, you, you're, you're presuming her death at your hands already. Well, I don't think she's going to want to be in the film anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> really? <laughs> Sorry to tell you this, but 
Yeah, I'm afraid on so. On the plus on the plus side, it she has demonstrated that she's a better actress than you thought she was. Touche. Mm. Slightly. Um but uh I yeah, was thinking that's... we could push her off of something tall and film her screaming. <laughs> Perhaps give her some motivation for some of that peril she's going to be in later. In People will wonder, how did you get that stunt done? And we'll say, I'll never tell because the body's in hollow earth. <laughs> So, getting back to the gun in the hand right. question. <laughs> My loyalties lie with you, Johnny Paycheck. <laughs> and, I, and, and are you willing to use the gun in, in pursuit of the paycheck? Absolutely. That's why I'm here. What? Well, I'm here. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm here for the animals and the money. There's and I've a, got a gun, why not? I say we pretend I'm to go along with it until we can push the Nazis. the Nazis off a tall place. I wanted to shoot them. them while we were on top of the pyramid. Alright, I'm just... I did too, but I unfortunately was unconscious. And possibly uh, uh, liable to be ventilated. So, I was drawing them into my trap. When is, when is the... When are we going to be able to make the attempt to go to Mir? Well, it's just tonight. I mean, it's going to be like uh, the, the you know, when the sun goes down, they can show that he's hoping take... for a few weeks. Why is that? Because I want to destroy this base before we go. (laughs) (laughs) One piece at a time? I I have an idea. I did not like the idea of them getting a hold of the sonic gun. I thought they didn't. Did they have that? They took it. Well, we should get that back and take it with us. We should. We should, but how? Well, I had a really good plan up until it was tonight. (laughs) Well, what was the plan? Well, they want me to work on their armaments. Tell them it's part of the gate opening thing. The, 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 <laughs> the sonic gun we brought with us will probably open the gate. It vibrates at the same frequency as the blood of the elders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, the blood of the elders vibrates. You almost, you almost believed her. <laughs> you, for a second, you were following it. You were following everything she said. Uh, uh, what? Uh, just, <laughs> just wonder if I can say that. Pretty much the same thing, but throwing a little more science to the Nazis. Just say <laughs> tachyons and field harmonics and polarity and crystals. You were paying attention on the flight. <laughs> and, and polarity. I think you have to say polarity. Polarity. Ions. Mm. I don't know what an ion is, but apparently they are really important. <laughs> well, I'll do what I can about the base, but I doubt I'm going to be able to destroy this base by tonight. Um, Maybe they'll repair our ship while we're down there. That's my goal, in which case we shouldn't destroy the base. Why don't we destroy the base on our way back? My my base destroying plan requires a lot of time. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of trust in me. Which we don't have. (laughs) Either of. We neither trust you, nor do we have a great deal of time. I have a suspicion that I might be one of the people of the blood. So we find one other person of the blood, and we say we have to have a sonic ray gun... We put our hands on the thing. Wait, I didn't see you roll for con. What do you mean you're one of what the people of the blood? What do you mean you're one of the people of the blood? You don't even have a tan. You well, just heard about them five minutes ago. <laughs> I had a vision. <laughs> hey, who touched? Who passed out when they touched the pyramid? You, you were drunk, guy. <laughs> He's passed out on the flight a bunch of times. <laughs> Was <laughs> your cover is working too well, Vince? <laughs> but I didn't have a vision those times. <laughs> And that I was hardly drunk when we were on the pyramid. Light buzz. <laughs> Max. And none of us Do you know think about we can get Paris to get either. the weapons for us? Yes. That's true. I, you haven't actually told them that you had a, a vision. Oh, I had a vision. 
This sounds convincing to no, me. No, I did. <laughs> I had a real vision, which was really kind of surprising, even to me. Uh, and what was your vision? It was this island, only not this island. It was like a mirror of this island, only not as jungly. <laughs> and a voice spoke to me. And what did it say? It said... Tell the Nazis to use the sonic ray gun to open the gateway. That was me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no help whatsoever. Did the voice also say, wake up, you lunch. <laughs> I believe it did. Yeah, so, so being the fact I know he's a liar and that island's already been described to us by the Nazis, yeah, I'm not going to believe this vision would have helped a lot I was there when they described the Nazis. Well, the Nazis didn't do a great job of describing the island. Um, they did describe it as a, they said that they... Um, uh, it was less volcanic than this island. This right. island, you've got this thing where you're in the South Indian Ocean. You're like, mm, what's the fucking island? Not a sunshine. Uh, St. George's, you know, one of those those crap hole islands oh. that's in the South Atlantic that's just a cold black rock. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Places yeah. you put whaling stations because, oh, God, there's nothing else. Yeah. You're about that far south, all right? But this island is freaking tropical. You're in a steam. So you think you have the ancient blood? Mm-hmm. Good chance. Okay, just just to point out, if you are the ancient blood, yes, we could get somehow our weapons back, escape. Mm-hmm. These are all implausible things. But let's just assume. But if it turns out you're not of the ancient blood, mm-hmm. then we there will... we are at the top of a pyramid being shot to death. <laughs> so that would be the time to tell us the truth. If you haven't been, you've got to think. Big. <laughs> it's not settling my nerves. <laughs> well, we need one hand on each pillar. Mm-hmm. Right. One but... hand from some of the ancient blood. So we just are going to have to hack off one of these. Well. Oh, it's too far away for him to touch? Oh, yeah. They're like 20 feet apart. No, they? no, that won't work. It no, it's actually a, quite a wide. living hand. It's actually quite wide. Does it have to be a living sure hand? Sure it does. It's no one's hacking off my hand. Can we just cover one of our hands in your blood? No, we've got another hand. We can go do that specimen back at the lab. Yeah, but it has too many fingers. Just hack off a few. It does actually have more fingers than would fit in the It's a dead hand, hack off a few fingers. I wonder if they if that's not (laughs) the hand, and if they've actually got in that lab somewhere another hand. Like we should search that lab. I didn't see any hands. There's a cage with 170. People with hands on the blood. <laughs> they they do have that going for them. And we really no, we go to the lab. We take their prize. <laughs> or we un- That's the easy way. I bet. I bet we could get them to stick one of their hands out through the fence. Oh no! <laughs> I was listening to Flash Gordon on the radio, and if we were Flash Gordon, we would lead those natives in kind of some sort of revolution against Ming the Merciless. Who, in this case, have the they do look pretty miserable in that pen. And hungry. I actually like and that hungry. idea, but they will be killed. Well, there's lots of them. Well, well, I know, but there's a navy yeah. in, in the water. Well, Even if they kill everybody on this base, the Germans will come back and they will take the base. But we only need one to survive to open the gate. Or make your escape. I say, what we only need the we, distraction to happen once. What if we create a distraction by loosing the natives who will run off in all directions and we just drag one of them with us? To the top of the pyramid. Now that's a plan. While the Nazis are off chasing the scattering natives through the forest, we could traipse out of camp unnoticed. Let's enact this plan immediately without any further analysis or thought. (laughs) 
Well, I certainly don't want to go there with the Nazis, and I don't have a better plan right now. You I just think it would create quite Nazi. a distraction if their uh, if their little savages got out. Mm-hmm. And they're so hungry. That's what I'm worried about. Cannibals. Okay, but we need to make it. We need to come up with good cover stories so that uh, if it goes wrong, they don't think that it was us. We, we open just... the gates and then we run around screaming, "Oh my God, the natives are loose!" Waving our hands thusly. Yeah, kind of Kermit the Frog sort of. Yes, the Kermit the Frog gesture. They're German. They don't understand comedy. <laughs> <laughs> they, their language doesn't actually have a word for funny. Exactly. It just doesn't. All right. Well, when you're doing that, I'll be at the laboratory and I'll uh, go looking for our equipment. And that ray gun thing. Very should, fond of that. You should Do you think that they're keeping the ray gun in the laboratory? Do they even know what it is yet? Where would you keep a ray gun? They probably just Under actually, lock and key in the armory where the, I kept, would keep all the other guns. The guards almost certainly had just dumped all of our equipment together and didn't think about it. Yeah. Except for one of them looks stunningly like a ray gun. <laughs> I mean, the Nazis have signs. It does have it fins is, on it. It is a flare. I have. <laughs> it, it, it does is a have what? fins on it. It's, what's that? It did, what did you say? It is a flare I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does have fins on it. You know, I, that, that's probably a dead giveaway. It probably looks not unlike one of those Doctor Godbort guns that you did. You, oh, order, yeah. did you order up one of those? I, I have two. Okay. I have the little tiny ones. What, what was the stick with it? You had to shake it or sing to it or something to get it to work? That's exactly right. You have to sing to it. <laughs> I want you to remember that when you're using it. <laughs> it, it, it basically sounds around it, charge it up. So oh, as you're 16, going on 17. Or just <laughs> hitting a rock together. Wow. <laughs> so it, it completely is the Kwisat Haderach fucking weirding module. Yeah, pretty much. It's awesome. Um, because Trust me, God, that little great. Whenever I go up in a little, I, hold, I can make a better one of these. It's going to be great. <laughs> I am the only. I, I must be the only person who hates that movie. Everyone else has some sort of weird. I just yeah, it's of the, no, it's a terrible film. The uh, the the Lynch. Terrible, terrible film. The 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 Lynch. Um, I saw the Czechoslovakian one, and I was much happier with the yeah. Czechoslovakian. Ooh, a friend of mine just found a finished version of The Hobbit. It does. They couldn't afford horses, and every time he puts on the the one ring, there's a giant puff of smoke that he disappears in, <laughs> which you would think would make it less useful for stealth. <laughs> <laughs> Since you explode every time you use it. <laughs> wow. Um, I think I know that version you're talking about, and I, I want to. I, it is like Russian or Finnish or it's, it's uh, Finnish. Czech, the dude. I've never heard of that. Oh, I guess so. The science fiction channel did a you know aired a version of Dune, but it was all filmed in Czechoslovakia with Czech actors and Czech special effects guys and a bunch of European actors. No, I liked it. I thought that was boring. Didn't know why. Because Dune is actually boring. Well, there is that. The book is wonderful, but I don't think it makes for a great movie. Same thing with Lord of the Rings. The book that is that is wonderful are the things that you can't put in a movie. Yeah, yeah. Like the way that it just packs information into your brain. <laughs> it's like reading a scientific catalog sometimes. Yeah, the there's a version tried with that whisper thing. Yeah, but it's just... The water of life. Oh. Stop it! You're driving me crazy! <laughs> the book is so dense. How do you make that into a movie? Yeah, they failed. Uh, or at least Dave failed. Um, I'm not how sure how Yodorovsky would have done. Did you see that documentary? I haven't seen the documentary. Oh, the documentary. Awesome. It would have been nothing like the book. And why Crazy. the hell 
Why the hell haven't they put out the book? Why can't they scan Everyone that book asking that and question. sell it to us on Nobody DVDs? Nobody can find it, just, apparently. He owns it! Well, he, he owns one, it. They yeah. were showing it off in the movie. He could scan that. He sends it to every film time. studio. In, I mean, there must be eight, ten copies out there. It's killing me. <laughs> Why can't... It's just moldering on a shelf full of failed screenplays. It's kind of funny, because I have the end call. I've got most of his works, and the end call has that whole insemination yeah, to the blood. And I thought, as I was watching the documentary, is this just a thing with him? Does everyone of his? And then he says, after the film failed, came, you know, I just used this elsewhere. I just made the end call with my ideas. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So, never throw anything away when you're, when you're pitching. Yes. It's, it's a good documentary. I was a little worried about Yodorowsky before I saw the documentary. Now I think he's okay. <laughs> he was a madman. And then they interview him and he picks up, he's talking to his cat and he seems like a pretty normal guy. And I'm like, oh, okay, he's fine. He's Every right. now and again, his facade cracks. And you're like, you are a nutball. <laughs> I think yeah. it's when he's negotiating with Salvador Dali that Dali is the Niles Crane to Gunnarowski's uh, yes. Frazier. Like, I'm just a normal guy. <laughs> Dali, who's insane. You're like, oh, you're right. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's, uh, uh, admittedly, when you have that to compare it to, it's like, pff, yeah, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm hanging out with Charles Murkowski here, and yeah. I'm clearly not as drunk He's as Murkowski, so I'm fine, you know. I'm okay, so I've got a lot of things I can do, limited by my imagination, which is pretty infinite. So I'm going to try... <laughs> and your <laughs> ego, which is also clearly in the same same general vicinity as your imagination. That's dual modesties. I'm going to try to create distractions, interesting science distractions. We need somebody to go look for our equipment. We need somebody to free the natives. i got tablets to read. We need somebody to read. Will you recognize the equipment? <laughs> Catch up on the reading. We got to get Paris back. Uh, Does that do? Do we? <laughs> yes. Because Paris can open the cage for us and release the villagers. Okay, but we we've are we going to train what? <laughs> we have established that okay, after you... the plane crash. All right. Sorry, after the subway, the monkey just ran off and left you. Right. We we understand. Let us pause for a moment. The smartest. Do you think the vicon maybe the smartest head that couldn't break someone out of a cell? Yes. Yes, I do. That's really what I trained her for. I, She's supposed to get the keys, bring them back. Get I, the keys, bring them back. I know he would pay extra for it if he thought it was there, but I don't know if this monkey can actually do it or be directed. She can't make a martini, I'll tell you that. And it's not... <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Well, this is less complicated. Of course the monkey can unlock the gate. <laughs> Either way, we need to get her back. She's important. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> she is a member of our expedition. So was Jocko! <laughs> We're not shedding any tears All right. over him. I will free the natives along with the camera crew who will film me doing so. That works. That, that seems easy. I, I see no problems with this. Nope. Let's see. The guy who has larceny, which includes lock picking, under that rubric... And Khan should be able to bluff his way. Yeah, yeah, he should be able to do that. He has lockpicking. He's the only one of us that does, as far as I know. Mm -hmm. I okay. am going to nod my head up and down. You're <laughs> right. Just checking. You are right. Well, because it's larceny. And that larceny group. covers and who is, breaking and entering. Who says I have larceny? It's on your goddamn... I know, but they don't know I have Oh, I'm sorry. I'm blowing it. Speak I'm German. How I'm you? metagaming. You're right. We, you're I'm right. I'm right. No, I can't German. We've all fallen into the trap. What's that? Yes. Okay. 
Well, we take that back. All right, now I will free them while I, filming myself. And so I will tell the Germans that I... can't that think I of anyone more appropriate to distract people. Filming a scene about the uh, superiority of the Aryan male or something, something, and then I will free the natives and it will say it was all a big misunderstanding. I have so much work to do in the lab now. <laughs> I am right. going to have to or, the biggest distraction ever. Conversely, <laughs> we could just scuttle the mission tonight, which will give us another day of time. Didn't you even more that movie? Even more possibly, if the if the dirty Nazis show you how to open the gate, that eliminates some of the variables in your escape plan. That's true. We just postpone the escape escape gate escape plan. We go through the gate with them one time. Can we go you? through the gate tomorrow night, or do we need to wait a month? Although a month would give you a lot of time to get this base ready to blow. See, this is why I said we should enact a plan without thinking about it. You were right. Too much thinking leads to bad results. Now we're paralyzed with always, uh, Another possibility that there's something they couldn't translate in the tablets that the moon thing has alternate times or other things that we could do. So True. All right. Let's just go through the night with the Nazis. Yeah. Um, let's go through the thing, come back, and act all innocent. Bat our eyelashes. Perhaps, perhaps be... Gee, thank <clears> you, Mr. <throat> Nazi, for showing us how to open the gate. Now Perhaps we know how to do it by ourselves. Be thoroughly seduced by the whole affair and go, oh, well, now clearly we're on board now that you've showed us. Yeah, that way we buy time for you to set up explosives in the camp later after we've come back and we know what we're getting into on the other side. Right. It's a recon mission. Meanwhile, Vincent's off on his own. <laughs> I'm going to see if they can introduce me to Lenny Rosenstahl. All right. <laughs> I know what I want to do before we go out to the Nazis. Do we want to go around and talk about what we're going to do? Well, I will point out that <clears throat> the one thing that they are they are lacking <clears throat> is a documentarian. Well, ah, wow. <laughs> they, funny you should say so because documentaries are my speciality. It's so, true. Couldn't help but notice that you <clears throat> brought a bunch of film and a camera <laughs> and some guys. And the best crew on many a place. The best crew survived the Zeppelin crash. The, the best, <laughs> best crew we've ever shot out of the sky. <laughs> the best crew of Zeppelin crash survivors there is. Pull and eat some water. <clears throat> that samosa did not go down easy. Go through the That samosa did not go down easy. <laughs> I want to have some more. Water break. Because it's so important to stay hydrated in the jungle. I reach. That's okay. Survey the layout. For those of you listening at home, remember to stay hydrated while gaming. Keeps your brain squishy. You're going to be alright, Scott? Yeah. Well, there's some perka listening. Tell everybody that name. I'll be alright, my promise. I have all kinds of little crusty, crispy, flaky bits of. <clears throat> Lung? Uh, <laughs> Of a s- samosa All right. <laughs> in my lung. Damascus goat? <laughs> so here's the plan as I see it. Mm-hmm. We go through the gate mm-hmm. with the Nazis. We look around a little, see if we can... So that when we come back next time, we know where to run to. Right. I think a, I think a, uh, a good survey point. mission is a good point. Here's another good point I didn't even think about. We go through that gate... They might have an emplacement there. We just don't even know. 
Yeah. We'd get shot up if we can't do it without guards. Yeah. We got to see what's on the other side of that gate. Are we in agreement? Yes. Let's enact this plan immediately without any further thoughts or analysis. Plus, we're <laughs> going to need time to try and figure out where our weapons are and also Paris. All right. <clears throat> One <clears throat> thing about finding your gear. It's the only animal. If you... <coughs> God damn it. <coughs> we can't go through of our gear. No. But the uh, when it comes to asking about things like, hey, where's our cameras? Where's our film? Where's you know where the gear is. The, uh, <clears throat> the answer is, oh, well, you can have that. That's not a big deal. You can't get the film off the island. You can't develop the film. You know, it's not a problem until it's developed and it's shipped to right, right. London and given to British intelligence. No, we're, we're shipping it to Berlin for processing. Clearly. At UFA. <clears throat> At UFA? Is that, is that the yeah. big uh, film studio? Yeah. Okay. yeah, that was their film studio. Um. <clears throat> Uh, they're willing to, you know, have somebody stomp over to the um, supply hut, uh, you know, and uh, pass the guards and uh, unpadlock the door and uh, uh, <clears throat> go in and get your camera and stuff. Oh, and, and we need our special you, microphone. Of course, you there is a sound equipment. Them. It looks like a rifle. Fins <laughs> on it. With on you it. need to go with them because they're not camera people. And they're going to need someone who's technically who knows technically what they need. <clears throat> so you'll be able to actually go into the supply hut, see the layout of the supply hut, mm-hmm. see that it's well, it is filled with a whole bunch of German rifles and gun racks and machine guns and all that kind of crap. <clears throat> but also, your crap is also stored in there as well. All of your crap, the weapons that you guys have been who were relieved of, are all okay. piled up on stuff in this room. You know where they yeah, are. Definitely, and then special they microphone. they hand you. Okay, there's your camera, and there's your film reel, and there's your tripod. And when they when they give you the non lethal gear, you'll be able to make note of again what kind of a building it is. And I want to point out that most of the stuff is Quonset huts, which means <clears throat> they are concrete. It's a concrete pad. With that big, giant, you know... Right. Um, well, they're not really Quonset huts, because Quonset huts are literally an American invention for World but War II. They're, the, but but they're, they're, they're literally corrugated. It's a lot of corrugated yeah. tin. Bent over a concrete <clears throat> slide. Or, uh, or uh, canvas on the sides of the buildings, like uh, a metal roof with a metal frame and then canvas walls. Right. Um, a lot of that means that... Uh, or, or, or just, uh, uh, you know, again, corrugated tin uh, walls and things like that. A lot of that means that to get into some of these buildings would only require things like uh, a screwdriver or a knife. Knife, yeah. Um, To if it's if it's the canvas, you know. Did you ever get your sword cane back? Oh yes, they did give you. They did give you your cane back for my limp. Yes, for your limp. They did give you your cane back to the side of a uh, canvas building. So that didn't. That's not a problem. Um, The uh, you know the uh, most of the buildings around here. Uh, are metallic roofed, but um, they're not, I mean, they're not poured concrete bunkers. The reason for that being is that it's just too goddamn hot down here. So any place that they're... getting a bunch of concrete in here, that's going to take a lot more. Well, they... Yeah, yeah. Now, as you, uh, you will be able to know where that stuff is. As you guys start to, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of getting you through the gate the first time, but... <clears throat> I will also, well, actually, I won't deliver the information unless you 
get back through the gate. There's always the chance that you walk. So check out what the walls of the supply hut are made of. Cannabis. Uh, corrugated tin. Oh. But it's the kind of thing you get through with a screwdriver by just unscrewing the yeah. bolts that hold the tin to the frame. Or, you know. yes. If only you had a screwdriver cane. <clears throat> <laughs> or a Swiss Army knife. Or a Swiss Army knife. So, um, the uh, because we're going to not separate the player characters. Alright. Are you able We to did a little bit of that, but he came up with okay. the best pitch about why why we should bring the documentarian, the propagandist. Did the I, skilled propagandist. Yes. Did I get the special microphone by the way? Oh yes. Okay. All right. Great. Um <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't exactly look like it has a barrel. You know, it's just a bunch of fins and stuff. And there are no there. cartridges. There are no cartridges. Um <clears throat> So uh, they are able to, um, they will take you through, they will take you after dark on this first night, uh, up to the top of the pyramid. And before that happens, <clears throat> what's his name, um, Marienberg, and um, uh, disappears for a while. Um, go ahead and give me a perce- uh, give me perception rolls. Who's got the, you guys, some of our scientists six. have six, five, five. Uh, everybody roll some dice. Seven. Here's your six. Five. Here's your five. Here's your five. Reds are three. And what'd you roll? A seven. Reds are threes. Reds are twos. So two. Blues. Three. Two. Two. Four. Four. All right. Uh, three and two. Three and four probably make it. So what we're talking about, uh, Marienburg actually goes off before the uh, before the sun goes down. Uh, goes off and says, no, well, we'll see you in about an hour. And disappears. Uh, at least for those of you who rolled less than a three on your perception. For you guys, you notice that he goes and goes. He goes over to this uh, this hut that is sort of marked off as the uh, sort of medical tent or medical hut. Um, you, anyone who was injured, went in there before. Um, there was uh, <clears throat> some beds where there's some uh, you know German soldiers in it uh, suffering from whatever the shitty fevers that they might have on this this island. Although, frankly. Mostly just sort of uh, injuries that you'd get from construction and whatnot. Dysentery. You will notice that there is a fair amount of construction. And one of the things that's going on, it would be pretty obvious, and something you would have picked up on your first day there, is that Zeppelin hangar, right? <clears throat> the Zeppelin that's in it is being dismantled. Aww. It is uh, in the process of being taken apart. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> They're going to take it through the gates yep. and try to Zeppelin their way through... The Mirror Island. Yeah. <laughs> and um, part of what happens is that for tonight's festivities is <clears throat> a certain, uh, uh, some of the um, trucks that they have around are these Mercedes trucks are loaded up. And they've been doing this all day. They've been, dra- they've been driving stuff around and they've been dumping stuff at the foot of the pyramid and right. um, <clears throat> loading it up on pallets. And then they've got this system for putting on the pallets on that elevator and dragging it up to the top. Um. <clears throat> They've also been dragging, dragging trucks up from the beach, and they are throwing off things like just bags of bags of concrete, things like that, okay. um, and loading that up there. And they've got a number of the natives doing the loading and unloading, where they're having to lift all the heavy bags of concrete in the uh, in the in the hot sun. Um, <clears throat> other things that are, are going up uh, the side of the uh, going up on the backs of trucks and dragged out there are a lot of duralunum dur- frame, which you would recognize as bits and pieces of. Of uh, exactly. airship. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> when it, uh, the the medical building, the medical uh, 
You guys were in there to be looked over for injuries that you received during the crash, bruises, bumps, whatever, um, scratches, cuts, uh, uh, strained ligaments, whatnot. <clears throat> and during that, uh, the one thing that would have stood out is that the area that you had access to and the area that, you know, mm, Dr. Uh, let's call him um, uh, Dr. Schadenfreude for the moment, um, uh, was you know, uh, looking after you guys. Um, there's a section, there was definitely more building. Did he laugh at our misery? Yes. Funny job. Bastard. Um, there was definitely more building than you guys were allowed into. There was, se- there was definitely... So there's a second. second room. Yeah. At least. At least. Well, <clears throat> von Marienberg takes off to the, takes off for a while, and it isn't until uh, after dark, and after the, uh, uh, Moon is above the horizon. That he turns up, and uh, he and um, Sturmfer Mueller uh, actually turn up together, and um, come up to the top of the pyramid, and you know, um, get out the whatever the 1930s equivalent of a light meter, which is probably your eyeballs, and go, yeah, it's okay. This looks like it's got enough um, light on it, and um, Mueller stands at one. Uh, pillar and uh, Marienberg and another, they both put their hands on the uh, device. Please make some perception rolls. Five. Five. One. Two. One. Can I just take my average? Oh, I don't have an average on that. Uh, you notice this right there on Marienberg's arm, right there. Mm. What? There's a track what? mark. Uh-huh. Oh, got it. Yep. That's uh, Dirk. The obvious way to do it. So, um, they put their hands up on the device. They speak some mumbo jumbo. You make me an intelligence roll, please. Four dice. It's a pretty literal way of getting around that inscription. <laughs> oh! Damn it, you didn't quite hear it. If only you could have understood what that last syllable was. God damn it! Was that in a zero, 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 zero? Yes, yeah. it was. Wow. Aren't we filming it, though? No. Okay. Uh, Should we be? No. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll stage something later under better light conditions, yeah. like during the day. I was thinking more like Indiana Jones. I was thinking more like Ray our Sunday. Lost Dark. Let's the, where, the, where the cameraman gets his eyeballs burned out and everybody's face melts? Yeah. You, you've seen the, the Nazi candle, right? Well, of course. Yeah. You should put there. I was very happy with that. I thought about that. That would be a perfect gift for Vince would be the, the candle that you light and his head melts. Like, it seemed good. Yeah. All right. The uh, these guys uh, get up in there and they say some nonsense, blah 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 words, and um, pow, uh, nothing happens. There's no giant, you know, uh, uh, nothing goes. Bzzz, there's no crackle of energy. It just sits there until it doesn't. The stone lights up um, like it's uh, got veins of something running through it. Something organic. All the metal veins that we saw yes. earlier light up. Boom. Those light up. Um, and you get a flat, two-dimensional, just uh, uh, screen of uh, bright light and a vision of what looks like just uh, a daylight a v- a version of the scene you're standing in on the other side, except 
It's the opposite side of the pyramid. It's not you. You guys are all standing on one side, and then it's go through the other. So when this thing opens up, well, the first thing you get is that there are um, uh, there are guys standing on the other side, uh, guys in German uniform, and they step through onto this side. And uh, Mueller, uh, you know, Mueller and, and Marenberg greet the guy who's come over, and uh, uh, it's just you know, it's just a simple greeting. It's like you know, it's, it's, you know how's the schedule? You know, it's fine. What date is it? You know, uh, the guy from the other side asks what date it is, and Marenberg tells him, and it's like they go. So it's holding the schedule. All right then. Um, let's bring to the next supplies. This is like we have some people. Uh, uh, we have some other. Uh, we have these people to bring through and um, give them a quick glimpse of uh, of uh, Mirror Island. And it's like, all right, get them through, and um, but don't let them get in the way of the supplies. Um, uh, Marenberg gestures and says, you know, step this way, and he steps to the other side with no. There's no. The effect is looking from between these two pillars is not that there is a flat two-dimensional screen you're looking at. The effect is that it's absolute, that you're just looking through and, and it's daylight on that side. Uh, the sun doesn't shine through to your side, but the reflected light off the str- off of everything over there comes through. But it looks like broad daylight on that side. He just steps through from where it's dark on his side to, boom, he steps into full daylight and he's all squinty and puts on his Nazi sunglasses. We go. All right. All right. uh, It's very undramatic insofar as there's no, oh, time and space is, we're in the wormhole, like, you know, Stargate Stargate or what do you call it? um, uh, uh, Sliders. None of that. You just step through. And what you've got is a similar pyramid. Not exactly identical. Well, that's odd. Um, on this side, it is broad daylight out. It's high noon. Your shadow is directly under you. Um, so much easier to feel. Was it midnight on our side? Uh, no, it was like uh, it was only like eight o'clock at night. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, this island is um, very volcanic, but it's not. Um, you know, having the thing with the steam coming out of the ocean. All right, the the you can see down to the sea from where you are here on this from this pyramid. The sea is not steaming. When you came up on that first island, it was you know the sea literally. It's just filled with plesiosaurs. Not that you can see from this distance. But um, the island is also uh, uh, very in this area. The island is very denuded of trees. A lot of them have been used to build this sort of um, ramp. There's a big train trestle style ramp built into the pyramid so that it's something that you can drive or roll ramping. So what they're doing is they're dragging with the elevator up this side and then pushing it through and it rolls down sort of a thing to the bottom of the, of the ramp on that side. One of the first things they do is they, you know, they, they, they start, they just start bringing the stuff through. Um, there's, uh, uh, you're not sure what goes on, on the other side of the gate. You can look through and see what's going on, on the other side. It's quiet, though, on that side. You don't hear the generators for the lights that are illuminating the facility over there. It's it's silent through 
this thing. But and there isn't really there is sort of a the only way you can tell there's a divide between the two sides is it's just the way you can tell that it's dark on this side with artificial light and it's natural light on your side. There's literally a line that runs along the ground. Um uh so uh Marienberg says, you know, welcome to Mirror Island. Um uh yeah, let me show you. Do you have a watch? I very well might. Oh, that's another good point. Why don't you go ahead and give me a roll on everybody makes a perception roll? I want to actually go to the threshold mm-hmm. and hold one watch on one side and one watch on the other. Alright. Oh, cool. I got a two. Okay, two. 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 Uh, five. Okay. Three. Jesus. Um, everyone's going to be able to notice this. Uh, movement on, um, the, uh... I've been uh, rolling too high. Have you been rolling too high? What have you been, what have you been rolling your own dice? The reds are the middle ones? They're twos, not threes. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what I should have been rolling. Right, been rolling. That's better. Three. A three. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right, well, we'll let the five stand for the time being. It's rolled the last time because uh, I was too dumb to notice. Drama. <laughs> Drama. Um, the, uh, the, one of the things you notice is that um, uh, the, when you look through, into, on your, when you're on our side and you look through into the other, the guys came up to, the, 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 the guys approached the gate and stepped through, seemed to move unnaturally quick. And when they As stepped they through, step through, the guys from the other side. When they're on the other side and they're moving up the stairs, you know, moving towards the their side of the gate. Okay. They moved, like almost in a, they moved almost okay. in fast forward. And once you're through, what you're seeing on the other side is that everyone seems to be moving very slowly. And if you want to stand there with the gate, it's like, oh, feel free, doctor. It's an experiment we've conducted several times ourselves. I can just tell you the results. Um, <laughs> you, can, you can stand there and, you know, and, and watch. We're going to figure out what the time ratio is. Watch 30 seconds go by on the bright side. And on the side you came from, about 60 seconds go by. Hmm. It doesn't make any sense. So we'll be no, it, it really doesn't. Well, here's the question. Either either something else is going on, or this is actually a time travel portal. And I don't mean time as in going to another dimension that runs faster. I mean that if dinosaurs are in the other island mirror in that dimension, they would have evolved. They shouldn't be like what we expect dinosaurs to match our fossil records. Yes, they should be T-Rexes plus 60 million years of evolution. Exactly, and they're not. They're well, at least from the one pterodactyl that we, we, we've seen. Yeah, the, uh, they looked exactly like uh, they were projected to look like. Well, not exactly. You know, they got spots on them and things like that. Right. Thank you, Daniel. Spots. Yeah. For the spots. Because yeah. Daniel suggested spots when, we were, when, we were, when Jane was painting a pterosaur at her at, at oh, yeah, sure. miniature They've painting. Got a... So, yes, they have spots. So, the interesting question is, like... We're in sync, but this is actually going to a much earlier time, or something else entirely outside. Well, this time. is one of one of the many questions, says Doctor Marienberg, that we are hoping that you can help us answer. Mm. Um, now, uh, you do also as you're as you're up here on top of this pyramid. It's also on a piece of high ground on the island, and he says uh, it's a little more difficult to tell here in this um, ocean environment, but. Um, you know, take a look here. Have some binoculars. Take a look. And when you look out, you're actually, you know, um, 
it's not an island sitting on that flat, you know, that sort of flat surface of water. There's an island, and then you see water above behind it. So it is hollow earth topography. It's curved. And then the last huh. question to ask is, is it always noon here? Uh, yes. This is, um, that doesn't appear to move. Hmm. There doesn't appear to be anything that uh, gets in its way. There's nothing, no artificial um, uh, night time. It doesn't dim. Uh, it, uh, it's always noontime. Very tan. The Germans get about their business of unloading concrete. Practical people. <laughs> um, and the um, as far as the life forms go. Oh, uh, Marimir goes. Oh, look! Try your try your binoculars right over there. Right. And uh, sure enough, um, there's. Uh, some elephant-sized animal uh, splashing around half a mile off the coast or whatever, uh, you know, uh, 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 breaking the surface and uh, uh, with a long uh, plesiosaurus-like neck with a tiny head on the end. I hand the binoculars over to Dr. Johnson. I believe that's a plesiosaur. Those went extinct a billion, million years ago. That's exactly right, science. <laughs> science. Is, um, we pretty much since we've uh, eliminated most of the um, uh, dangerous fauna on the island, but dangerous sea life is a whole other matter. There's any number of uh, incredibly ferocious and aggressive predators that uh, that uh, haunt this. Most of the dangerous fauna. Yes. What's left? What other kinds of fauna do you have? Are there mammals? Uh, well, not that we've encountered so far, except for the, um, well, the natives, uh-huh. uh, the, uh, there's a certain amount of, there's a, they appear to be sort of a mix of, uh, uh, a race that perhaps originated on this side of the gateway and the Polynesians from the other side of the gateway. There has been some cross-pollination between the two groups. Is the, um, is there any edible... Crops, flower, or fruits here? Um, so far, uh, watching the uh, natives uh, eat, we have been able to isolate a number of um, um, flora and fauna that are consumable. It has certainly helped with our um, supply situation. It, it is, however, difficult to get uh, soldiers to eat the trilobites upon first blush. I mean, it is a bit like lobster. Mm. But it's not nearly as attractive, no matter how you boil it or how much butter you put on it or put it in crab cakes. Most people still sort of remember that it comes from a scaly, horrific, roach-like arthropod. How many soldiers are do we see around here? Um... Yeah. Like numbers. Like I don't need like a specific number. But you're not dozens, sure. You're, you're, you're probably you're seeing scores of guys. You're seeing a company worth of assholes stomping around, uh, uh, pushing the natives, pushing some natives around to you know uh, assist in unloading stuff, and far more than we would be able to even weaponize. Uh, you would have a hard time shooting your way through them. 
question is whether or not you can, uh, you know, sneaking through them might be a whole other matter. Of course, it is broad daylight. Yeah. All the time. All the it's time. It's always broad daylight. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, this doesn't match my expectations at all. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we came here. Yes, oh. I'm supposed to be charged to the gang. Whoa, this is... This okay. is not what we were hoping This for. is not the plan. We need to change this island. It's not the plan. <laughs> hmm. It's probably best that you discovered that this was not part of the plan. So, um, how much of the island do you uh, wish to uh, see before you go back? Why would I say all of it? Well, there's, um, the island is... Um, uh, looks a little bit, and perhaps uh, maybe even smaller than Isla del uh, Boca del Diablo. Um, it is, um, uh, like I said, um, it's got some lovely sandy beaches, um, black sandy beaches. Um, it's uh, the Germans have made some alterations to it. They have built uh, what looks like a. They've taken a um, a cove. Uh, and um, turn, and uh, dropped in a um, a dock in it, and um, uh, they've uh, created a sort of a, a couple of boat houses um, built on the water. Um, there's a uh, there's a sign that the hmm? go ahead. Uh, there's a sign of um, uh, that they've got uh, some uh, uh, large motorized patrol boats in them. Like what would be uh, later what the Germans in World War II would call a Schnell boat or an S boat, which is sort of a PT boat uh, sort of contraption. There's supplies of gasoline, petroleum piled up on the docks. Uh, there is um, uh, uh, there's a lot of pretty heavy ordnance around. Um, they've got a fair number of twenty and thirty millimeter cruise served cannons mm-hmm. that they've got around the edge of the island. Which, uh, uh, at some point, they might end up setting off. You might end up hearing them set off to um, punch holes in a plesiosaur uh, that um, decides to wallow up onto the beach. Um, Dr. Marienberg assures you that um, that uh, the intention is eventually to um, uh, put some anti-shipping mines, uh, anchor some anti-shipping mines off the coast and perhaps load the beaches up with... Um, those big giant uh, steel girder, um, you know, that's, jacks that's that yeah. they were so popular on D-Day to keep the big critters from climbing up on the beaches, um, to, uh, uh, keep them away. But at the moment, we're forced to just uh, – the problem with shooting them is that that just attracts more animals to feast on the carcasses. Mm. Um, uh, can't do anything about the trilobites. They're just everywhere. How long did it take you to get the Zeppelin set up in here? Uh, it's not uh, done yet. It won't be done for several more weeks at the rate that um, the time dilation means that it's actually not a. It actually we're able to uh, right. set up things much quicker on this side than uh, than uh, the, the trouble. The time delay is getting materials from Germany all the way around the um, Horn of Africa uh, into this position for security reasons. Nobody goes through the Suez Channel. Uh-huh. I mean, you know. You'd have to be a madman to go through the shadow of Gibraltar and through Suez. Um, the British are nefarious, are they not? So um, the biggest problem is that long logistical line. 
the Zeppelin has not done yet. There are a few aircraft on this side, a couple of seaplanes uh, that have been deployed. A couple of what are you missing to finish the Zeppelin? Uh, it's a matter of uh, manpower dismantling and remantling the skilled technicians putting the uh, aircraft which is why your mechanics and you look so attractive to us. Yeah, you should actually use my engines. Of course we should. Uh, well, that's a brilliant suggestion. Because um, my engines don't use, are, are basically self-replenishing. I beg your pardon? It's a science principle. It's a science. <laughs> well, my, my, um, my engines work on the same, work on a, a, a process of uh, basically using sound and converting that and re-magnifying that into potential energy. Well, you're going to have to show that to us when we get back to their side. I'm sure that they will be awestruck by the hum drive. Yes. It's a humdinger. Yes, it is. That is how you're marketing it, right? <laughs> the hum drive. It's a humdinger. It's a humdinger. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you, that is correct. That's all. See, that's why he's in charge of the propaganda. Exactly. It's not propaganda. It's marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, so, anyways, they uh, the uh, this island, like I said, is uh, not nearly as lush as the other island. There is still some. They, they and the Germans have gone through way too much of the forest on this side. In fact, um, uh, uh, building that ramp looks like it, it did a terrible job diluting the 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 forest on this side. Um, the uh, uh, the Germans are also using a lot more concrete on this side because they don't have uh, much in the way of um, uh, trees on this side to build with. So uh, they have, you know, poured concrete bunker buildings with concrete walls and things like that. Um, with uh, it, it's, a, it's a little more bunker-like on this side uh, as far as the, the, the buildings go. Um, uh, also, because, uh, and part of the rationale for that is because uh, the fauna is more dangerous on this side. And, you know, uh, while, you know, the pterosaurs were a problem on the other side, if there was an actual, you know, something big enough like one of these uh, plesiosaurs, yeah, it could walk right through one of those corrugated buildings that they have on the, on the surface world side, of it, shall we say. This pocket uh, dimensions uh, surface. surface world. I can think of the call as regular Earth. Don't worry. I'm good, thank you. No, thank you, sure. Mm. Okay, well, I got a plan. All right. How much more would you like to see? Is it possible for me to see any of the local plants that you've been eating? Absolutely. Very curious about them. Yeah, we're more than happy to show off some of the... Some of the weird stuff they found. Yeah, figure out exactly what's edible for the future. Well, yeah. There's yes. uh, any a number of charming plants that are edible. They will point out, Dr. Brahmanberg will point out, that uh, while not all the plants are edible, some of the plants are eatable in that we've found some hostile <laughs> We have some very vigorously hostile carnivorous plants. Sort of Venus flytraps, only more pernicious. How big uh, are they? Well, big enough to be a threat to a full-grown man. Boo. They're big enough to be a threat to a full-grown you know, fauna of this area. We presume that the seeds just blew here on the wind or something. 
we burned the ones that we were able to find. But um, so uh, there, um, yes, there's there'll be there's there's a certain amount of photographic evidence, but uh, we also have some seeds we've gathered from them. But since they're kind of a threat, uh, nobody's been in a great rush to you know get these triffids planted again. And, yeah. uh, so I am surreptitiously pocketing leaves and pieces of plant to bring back. With okay, me. you're just stuffing any your pockets. Plant, with pl- any plant I don't recognize. You've got any number of those wacky, uh, you know, weird fern guys. And, yeah, yeah. You know. Things I don't recognize, I'm going to pocket. Cyads. Cyads. Mm-hmm. Those are the guys. Um, don't pocket those seeds. <laughs> the carnivorous plant seed. Look, i got to have something to present to the Geological Society. Uh, there is a, if I bring home a weird plant, and I say this is an unknown species of plant, name it after Dr. Whiteman, then his name will be gloried in the whatever. In the Annals of Science. In the Annals of Science. Are the glyphs on the um, pillars the same yes. on the side as on the other side? Uh, yes, they are. Yeah. Uh, although I would uh, note that the ruins on this side are in better condition. They're uh, untroubled by... Newer? Older. They're, uh, they're, they look newer. So since it takes a moon on the other side to open, mm-hmm. how do they open the gate on this side? Well, they don't. The other side's closed. They don't. So it's a one-way. Oh. One we have to open it on this side, and we have a schedule for opening. Well, that explains why the Hollow Earth hasn't sprung out on our Earth. Um, the only times that... The, now, again, things have gotten through, but the natives uh, apparently had a schedule for opening this as part of some religious ceremonies. Oh, it also implies that the pregenitor race that built this started on the surface world, not in the Hollow Earth. If there's that's, a way to open right. it on the other side, we haven't discovered it yet. Oh, sorry. That's why you're here. <laughs> I don't have an, an answer for that. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah, but uh, my previous answer means we're really going to have to figure out that second answer at some point. Yeah. So, um, the uh, so yeah, it's, it, it is a one-way trip. Um, and uh, uh, time seems to pass at a are there different any other rate. Land masses we can see from there. Um, there's going to be what you're looking at off the coast is 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 more is like sea stacks. You know what you're seeing is 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 like sea stacks. Um, uh, very little exploration. The, the, the Germans are saying that very little exploration has occurred uh, through this gate on the grounds that um, there are massive problems to navigation. Um, please take her. Please refer to this compass. Oh, I have a compass. I'm going to refer to it. Yes, it's going like a helicopter. Huh. It Which, will not. We don't have helicopters. You mean an auto gyro? Perhaps like a propeller. <laughs> yes, they they did have a few of those laying around the German airfield. In case you guys hadn't forgotten, not a gyro auto drive, but uh, they had some little creepy German helicopters. Um, the uh, the compass spins like a prop. Uh, it will not settle on any particular direction for true north. This is a problem. Uh, please combine that with the problem that there are no stars to navigate by. Yeah. There is a third problem. Uh, radio navigation doesn't seem to work. We're having, there's no way. We're having an enormous, once you're in here, um, the radio interference that uh, you experience on uh, Isa Boca del Diablo uh, is magnified until uh, it completely snuffs out any ability. R- 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 radio doesn't work at all in here, as far as we can tell. 
We have not overcome that problem. We also haven't overcome the. It doesn't. Uh, we don't think we can use um, radar. Um, so what brought you to the conclusion uh, that this is actually a hollow, the hollow Earth, as opposed to some other portal, dimensional, whatever it is you guys say? Uh, the if you're uh, why the why do we think that it's the hollow Earth is because this is not the only entrance that we're aware of. Mm. The only entrance to this island. Mm-hmm. It's the only entrance to this island. This island and Mirror Island are a, a connection, two ends. Okay. There are other places that have. There are other entrances. The reason, the reason I'm expecting the Hollow Earth is something else. It's just because of the curvature of the sky. Now that other entrance is um um. The other entrance that we're aware of uh, is at the North Pole. Of course it is. However... Admiral Byrd mentioned that. I think it's South Pole. Oh. Um, we're, we're sending that expedition to New Schwabenland just this year. Um, or, yeah, the, yeah, the Schwabia is, is on its way to the South Pole right now in 1936, I think. But um, there is a North Pole opening for sure. Well, at least it appears to be a North Polo opening. You saw how we stepped through, right? Yes. It could simply be... (laughs) Well, then you remember that it wasn't spectacular. It um, it was almost... No, it's fairly prosaic. Well, we'll get it in post. We're we're not sure if the um, North Polo opening is in fact a physical opening on the surface of the Earth, or if it's perhaps just a permanent gateway that leads into this pocket dimension. Mm-hmm. The only way to be sure that we are actually dealing with a hollow earth would be to physically burrow from the surface and emerge into this world. But imagine some of the difficulties of that. Say mm. the oceans don't match up yes. on the surface and the um interior world, you tunnel down into a spot where gravity begins to reverse itself and you break through into a spot where the multi-ton force of an ocean is waiting to burst through. Could very easily find... That could very easily end the entire expedition right there. Um, We can't navigate from the North Polar opening to this island. We have not found well, the route yet, but that will connect this island to the North Polar opening. The hope is that this island can eventually be located and become an anchor. So, as far as exploration goes, we need... <clears throat> the intention is to assemble the airship, and your hum drive will be perfect for this purpose. Mm. Particularly if what you say about it's Renewable energy source is true. That is our biggest limit. Uh, that and, of course, the um, uh, the uh, loss of uh, hydrogen through standard, you know, usage because you know all hydrogen always leaks out of everything, including a fucking yes. sealed steel container, just because it's one atom. Yeah. yeah. So we uh, we're uh, dismantling a zeppelin and transferring it into the airship hangar here once it's fully assembled. And can be launched. We're going to begin using it to map the area. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, we've made a few probes into the region, uh, looking for signs of other human habitation. There is some of that. There looks to be inhabitants. Um, this island is part of an archipelago. What's their technology level? At the moment, the best we've discovered is um, Stone Age, which you might expect from Polynesians in the 17th or uh, 16th century. Um, which is not to say that they don't have their sophistications. It's just that they're not smelting. Mm. Um, the, uh, uh, the thing is, though, that uh, with the, the megafauna on this side, it becomes very difficult for any humans at this technology level to maintain or create or any kind of uh, lasting civilization that we can see. The moment you get enough humans together to make a difference, build something to, you know, stack stones on top of each other, um, then they're just seen as a, another source of protein by the megafauna. Um, uh, to have even that number of human beings together in one space means you've got to have agriculture. Agriculture means protecting large swaths of land. You can't be hunter-gatherers. This environment seems to, uh, because of its ferocity and because of its danger, seems to keep mankind not the master of this space, but merely one species amongst many competing uh, for survival. Um, and uh, the, the result is, is that those of us from the surface world with an actual technological base being able to break into this this dimension, this this pocket universe, um, there would literally be almost nothing to stand in our way uh, for being able to achieve any uh, goals that we should happen to set for ourselves. It is literally an entire new, an entire new world to conquer. More land area. Mm. Possibly less if it is, in fact, the interior of the Earth, but we don't know. We haven't been able to map the entire... It could actually have more volume than the Earth if it's literally a trans-dimensional space. It's locked inside the physical uh, confines of the Earth. It, it might be smaller unless the seas are smaller and we have more land space because there's simply less ocean. All of these are unanswered questions about this world. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have uh, known for a number of years about the North, North Polar Opening, but when you think about what it takes to get to the North Pole, I mean, how do you cross the ice pack? Ships? A Zeppelin. Well, there you go. Nobile proved that as late as 1928. I think it's pretty obvious Zeppelins are going to be the future of... Air travel. Air travel. <laughs> I think undoubtedly. <laughs> now we can, you know, but but a zeppelin has a limited uh, has a limited uh, uh, fuel capacity. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you have to get up there. Your closest refueling stations are in Spitsbergen. Um, it it, it uh, yes, the airships have great capacity and longer legs than any aircraft currently available to modern technology, but even they have limits. We've only been able to probe some of the areas closest to the polar opening. And uh, because of the um, conditions at the North Pole, the extreme cold, um, it is extremely hostile environment. We've lost plenty of airships, just the natural conditions. And you're like, airships? I haven't heard about any, any airships that, no, you wouldn't have. Um, it's stuff that the Zeppelin company is building for us off, off record. 
Um, this island represents the opportunity to create an anchored, knowable, uh, distinguishable space in this environment for us to build a resupply station at, fuel, um, maybe docks. Uh, the ultimate hope would be to get a surface ship through the North Polar Opening and then be able to navigate it down to this island and then from this island uh, continue to explore and map this this environment. We had a perfectly good airship, but you shot it down. That Thanks. is a shame. However, I'm sure we'll be able to use the bits and pieces of it to build a better airship. Well, uh, almost as good anyways. Almost as good. Yeah, no problem. Easy peasy. Uh, plans and plans. Now, um, let's see here. Um, you uh, will be uh, thrilled with the amount. There's plenty of, there's bugs. God knows there's more than enough bugs you have to do with. There's, um, Excellent. There's, you're, you're up to your ass in, in, in big, giant, three-foot-long dragonflies. That's not so good. I don't really like dragonflies. <laughs> Um, if you're okay. looking for if you're looking for uh, things you want to throw a net over or something like that, I'm going to need a bigger net. <laughs> I guess we could always eat them. Mm, it's just like grasshoppers, only three feet long, and you could roast them over an open fire. And not much meat on Paris to ride one. You could train one to ride two Paris. of them, and you hitch them to a little um, cart. And then Paris gets to ride in the cart, Imagine throwing the rose crowds. <laughs> so, a like children's monkey falls show. To death. <laughs> God. So, um, uh, Marenberg is very thrilled to show the stuff off. He hasn't had an opportunity to brag, so he's doing the he's monologuing a bit. Um, please stop him from monologuing. Uh, what, is there anything you guys want to do as far as? I mean, there's there is a crap ton of. Germans running around down here. The island is, um, uh, is there anything you want to know about the basic layout of it or shape or? Yeah, we'd like to see a map. Okay. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like to see a high-level map, and the things I'm really interested in are where this entry point is on the map. Okay. Where the defenses are going towards the sea from this entry point on the map. Mm. And where the supply now, I think areas we are. we threw out a map of the first island. Yeah, right. there we go. We have the, we have the. The Adventure Scroll. Bring out the Adventure Scroll. The Adventure Scroll. Eep. Tragedy averted. Tragedy barely averted. Alright, so when last we checked, uh, the other island was basically uh, almond-shaped. Fat right. middle. Right, right. A little football-shaped. Alright. Now, the, uh, the other island, Mirror Island... Do, 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 do. Ah, here we go. Mirror Island. Um, <laughs> whoops. Okay. Uh, this thing is more star-shaped in that it's basically got five uh, lobes. There is... Uh, I don't know where north is because Wait, nobody knows... Thing. Nobody knows where North is. Um, the giant claw. Yep. Ah. Yeah, now, if you guys call it Claw Island, that will be unfortunate. I will call it Tulip Island. 
Starfish Island. It's a little bit more starfishy. Okay. All right, so this... I will call it Onion Blossom Island. Oh. Or Weimar und Widmer. No, 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 nobody, anyone, anyone, Bueller. <laughs> no, right. It's uh, so it's not Führer Island. So, I think the Germans get to choose what name of the island. They're currently calling it Mirror. Um, all right, so there's your basic pyramid on this thing. Um, you're close enough to this inlet that you can see a couple of docks down here, and the uh, Germans have uh, some roadway that's connected between the two, and then over here. Um, and this is all uh, high ridge line, which goes all the way to the end here with cliffs down this way and sloping cliff down this way. All right, so the pyramid is like toward the middle there. This has a very high cliff here, and it's relatively flat in this basic area over here. Uh, that is said, it's uh, there's sort of a, a raised area that the the ruins are on in this area, and then over here the Germans have built uh, an airship hangar. There's some bunkers up in here. There is, um, uh, and um, they've, uh, let's see here, they've got some buoys across the mouth of this with a, some sort of a, a, a series of chains or something. It's a boom that they've got across the mouth of this thing. Now, these be- the, everything around here has got these short black sand beaches that you can see. Uh, even around here inside the... I call it Maple Leaf Island. And uh, this is, ba- this is basically what the, the main area you guys can see. Everything on this side of the, the ridge lines. Um, you can sort of see... You're probably not seeing this part of the slope, but you can see the far ends of the slopes. So that's basically what the island looks like. It's kind of like a, a squashed star um, with uh, this area here in between these two arms is sort of the main, uh, the main inhabited part of the island. Um, it uh, uh, this area is actually sort of lower than this ridge line. This is a little further up, a little higher behind the um, pyramid and whatnot. So it uh, it doesn't give great it doesn't give a great view that way. So, uh, but um, and yes, while you're up here, you're probably seeing the you know the the, the this thing is dotted around with those anti-aircraft gun positions, which are mostly aimed out at the sea. Um, there's uh, there doesn't appear to be you know, you're not seeing you guys saw a freaking pterosaur on Boca del Diablo. You don't, you're not seeing anything like that yeah. on this side. What's the weather like in the Hollow Earth? Oh my God, is it muggy? Um, if anything, the humidity went up. Is there um, is there storms? Oh uh, yes. Uh, um, Marienberg will say that um, on this side of the um, 
uh, the inside this pocket universe, he says it's everything's turned up to eleven. Is that a whale? Uh, it um, yeah, everything's more violent, like more savage. Um, <laughs> so the story is worse than that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really yeah. saying a lot. Right. Um, that's one of the. It's something else we're worried about with the um, <clears throat> airships. We're not mm-hmm. sure what the altitude, the ultimate uh, acceptable altitude in this structure is. You'll notice that thing glowing over our heads. Yeah. Um, uh, we've measured how far away we think it is. But we're not sure if the atmosphere in this space is stacked the same way it's stacked right. in the in, on the surface world. Mm-hmm. Is there a point above us where we hit a vacuum? Um, would it be possible to traverse this space using, say, uh, a rocket-powered motor to travel across that vacuum mm-hmm. uh, rather than uh, rather than skirt the surface like an aircraft? We just don't know yet. All right. I have all my questions answered. Me too. Mr. Gellin. My questions have been answered. Mr. Kovar. Are we allowed to film this? Yes. Fantastic. Let's document it for posterity. All righty. The gate is still open. The funny thing is, of course, is that, um, you know, uh, since you didn't bring, you're thinking about bringing people through now. Yes. Right. If you bring your sound guy and your boom, your your, your JJ, uh-huh. and then uh, want to run some uh, film through your camera, um, that will not be a problem at all. Um, the uh, only thing that's kind of weird about this is that um, uh, the camera shoots film pretty good. Light exposes its film. Hooray! Uh, you'll have to. Uh, and the Germans tell you that we haven't had any problem photographing. They're, they've showed you regular emulsion you know, Right, but when we get photographs. back, what are the pictures going to look like? Are they going to be faster? It's going to look like everything's in fast motion? Um, taking, no, because yeah. the camera will run at the same rate as the world it's in. Right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the Remember, qu- these are hand crank cameras, too. So. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, uh, one you will encounter is when you get back to the other side, just to fast forward a little bit. Um, is that uh, the microphone has a just the, the 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 stuff that comes through the microphone is just random gobbledygook. Mm. Um, it's yeah, it's static. It, it's uh, picking up something else that's going on here. There's some sort of interference that's 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 not permitting the mic uh, to pick up the normal sound, the ambient sound that your ears are picking up and translating into language and whatever else by your brain. Um, the mechanical device, the mechanical microphone, mm-hmm. that vibe, you know, it's just, it's, uh, it's, there is a problem translating this into sound. That's uh, okay. We can loop it later. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Is that your plan? Exactly. Um, you can get uh, JJ and, uh, and Benny in here and, you know, they, their mouths fall open and, you know, they're, you know, so when you say it was picking up, when you say the guy's name is Bloomfield, Benjamin Bloomfield, is he kosher? When you, <laughs> no, no, certainly not. You can check. <laughs> so when you say that the microphones are picking up something else, are they recording us normally, and there's a level of distortion on top of it, or are he, they just recording distortion? They're just recording the distortion. All right. Hmm. I'll have to figure that out. That's not distortion. Those are EVPs. If you listen closely enough, you'll hear them say something. 
EVPs. Oh, no, I don't. But now I'm doing. I'm glad I'm going to incorporate it into the story. Clearly, it's EVP. The, you, <laughs> you, play the, you run the recording device. The hollow earth will talk to you. Uh, when you listen closely enough. It's the whispers of Atlantis. I love EVPs. They make me laugh. Because it just sounds like, like a static, and then the guy will come on and say, did you hear it? It was a child crying. Help. Listen again. <laughs> and then you listen again, and you're like... I still don't hear it, but they're so convinced that most people actually hear it. They're like, yeah. oh, yeah, I hear a child screaming for help. I'm like, oh, my God. Fool. Oh, in the 70s, we were all running records backwards to hear, like, oh, satanic yeah. messages. Same thing. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I, 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 In room 237, the documentary. Oh, that, those people are all crazy. Yeah. They're all crazy. Well, the guy goes, the guy talks about how Stanley Kubrick's face appears in the clouds, you know? And they show the shot. He says, in this frame, Stanley Kubrick's face has actually been superimposed into the clouds right here. And they stop the film and they draw a circle around it. And there's Uh, nothing there. It is a cloud. There's nothing there. There's room 237 tells you nothing about Stanley Kubrick and everything about the people who are obsessed with Stanley Kubrick. Yes. Although I'm glad I saw it because if I hadn't, I wouldn't have been able to win. Um, that Jack Nicholson poster, because <laughs> uh, they when they showed um, The Shining at uh, Experience Music Project, they had some trivia questions. And one oh, of yeah. them was, "What were the name two of the theories that were discussed in Room Thirty Thirty Seven?" And I won this that that picture of Nicholson in the nineteen twenty one party. Yeah. Oh, that's it, nice. It's just the black and white picture of the whole part of Nicholson all, and you know we're oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Step two, frame that. Yeah. That goes up on the wall and just leave it and oh, just let, overlook hotel. Yep, you gotta put party. that over your bar. <laughs> Sadly, there's no room over the bar, but yeah. it's uh, I gotta find a home for that. All right, so you are able to shoot some footage in here. The Germans are now. The Germans actually probably don't know about the uh, sound problem. This is this if you if you reveal we that we won't find out about that till later. Yeah, yeah, it won't be found out until you get back to the other side. But they'll be. Uh, also, it will be more data that doesn't make any sense to them. And we'll plainly hear EVP. Ah! Can I um, drift away from the Germans? Uh, the Germans everywhere, but you can drift pretty far. How far are everyone drift? That's I want to conduct an experiment with one of my sonic pistols. Okay. And see if there's if the sound is making an effect. I don't think so, but I just don't want oh, to be horribly surprised. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. Let's. Why don't you go over there by yourself and test the special microphone? Yep. Okay. Good plan. All right. Um, uh, how are you going to test it? Um, hopefully not being observed by anybody. I'm just going to hold it out and shoot it at uh, like a rock or something. All right. Uh, uh, what was the uh, – do you have the uh, stats for the pistol over there? Let's see here. I don't believe I've got that on your character sheet. Well, maybe I do. If you've got it on, the, uh, on his little weapons list, maybe I do. Yeah, hypersonic pistol is the H pistol. All right. Uh, that's right. Okay. Do, 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 do. Go ahead and give it a point at some coral or some volcanic rock. Yeah, some. All right. Um, uh, give me a. Um, actually, no, there won't be any reason for rolling or anything. Um, it. Um, it seems to function fine insofar as it makes a, there's a, you know, zap crack. It's uh, a pretty silent thing. It's more yeah. like a thumb. Well, the rock mm. cracks. 
it pops apart. Um, it, uh, it it flies apart under the under the vibration of its molecules. Is it snap? Doing, is it doing the um, the damage I'm expecting, or is it doing more? Or less? Um, you're not sure. You're like, hmm, that rock sort of blew apart, and it was about this big, and it's in. It, oh, that's way more damage. Yeah, because it's the the normal damage is just like a normal pistol. Yeah, yeah, but the rock fell into about four different pieces. Mm. Well, that's why it was so loud. Awesome. <laughs> I'm sure this pistol was designed to operate at these calibers. <laughs> or mm. not. I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll all work out. It'll all work out. At no point will it overload <laughs> <laughs> under these new conditions. All right. Well, that's awesome. What could go wrong? Um, Why do you keep asking that question? Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, the, the airship didn't hold up under under anti-aircraft fire, but hey, nobody put that in the design specs. It was not. Yeah. Nobody asked for an airship. <laughs> if only we had thought of that. All right. I tried to think of everything, but... After the humidor and the, and the wine cellar. So yeah. little room for structural re-integrity. Oops, hold on. Let me check on the massages. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I should be getting home soon. Well, I got a plan for everything. I'm All right, you have been dumped into the um, um, uh, Hollow Earth. You've taken a quick look around. We're going to return you to your side of uh, the uh, gate, um, having learned that um, again. Uh, however much time you mucked around in the Hollow Earth, mm-hmm. not nearly as much went by on the outside. At the rate of about half the rate of time, um, germs are done loading their their supplies and whatnot through, and uh, uh, they uh, deactivate the gate much in the same way. So, you want to you want to break here? Sure. So here's what I can guarantee you for next time: we can take the zeppelin and we can render the guards around us insensate, insensate, and we can probably escape the island. Those are the problems I understand. Navigation, I have no comprehension how we can navigate. <laughs> I'll have to think about that some. Sundial. And, uh... <laughs> the sun doesn't move. I know, but we we do. So we'd be able to triangulate a position by the... Instead of time passing, it would be your position. Except you're the equidistant from the sun at all times. All right, I'm just spitballing here. <laughs> Fair enough. I think it was a sound idea. In a different world? Yeah. yeah. This would work in our world. It's not going to work... A long thread, like Theseus. And that's, uh... It's actually closer. That's more workable in this environment. So one, one thing that we will have to address, we could just kill all the Germans on this island. But there will be more coming through and probably angrier at this. It doesn't feel like a pulpy thing to do. But There's also the boats. Yeah, but we can... They're not going to navigate far away from the island. I mean, we're yeah. the ones who are going to have to take the risk. If we take the boat, then we're at sea. Now, they said this is part of an archipelago, so we may be able to go to a different island. Wait, uh-huh. us take a boat instead of my Zeppelin? Oh, you're right. We're taking the Zeppelin. You're right. Well, that's not... <laughs> we freed just... the natives, disarm the Nazis, and let nature sort itself out. <laughs> well, the, as far as the Nazis and natives go, they can, they can... When you say take the Zeppelin, do you mean the one... On take the Zeppelin on Mirror Island or take the Zeppelin on Normal Island. Mirror Island. Hmm. All right, you're presuming that they're going to strip out your engines and slap them onto the uh, 
the one in process of being built. And when it's ready to launch, rather than break a bottle of champagne over the nose, um, you're going to uh, turn the engines on, um, you know. I'm going to rig them. Knock everybody unconscious who's not wearing earplugs. Exactly. And and then flee. Right. All right. I've heard of worse plans. That's a good plan. That's a I've heard of worse plans. It turns out choosing sound is my specialty. Kind of is working out here. <laughs> really effective. All right. The trick is we're just going to have to figure out a way to convince them to let all of our flunkies, or at least our other player characters, hang out during the big um, champagne cracking over the nose of the Zeppelin. Well, they're going to want to film of that. That's an easy one. Because they're... so many of our crew have died, some of the new crew are special assistants to you, aren't they? Also, if we do this in... Oh, right. This is going to be very fast because it's... They're going to want... If they don't have someone to record their great accomplishments, this is one of the great accomplishments they're going to want to record. If we do... Especially if we name it Hitler Island. (laughs) (laughs) So the laboratory is over there. If we work on the engines over there, it'll take us about a month. But if we bring the engines over here... I'm trying to think we could spend a lot of time with them and get them to trust us, and that would make it easier for us to bring our other crew with us. We always need a cowboy. <laughs> who doesn't? Cowboy. cowboy. Yeah, who doesn't? But you're right. We could probably just abbreviate and figure out some way of just convincing him some clever lie. And a movie star. We have a few professors. We're almost like Gilligan's Island. We have a couple of professors. We're, except we're, we're short uh, 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 a million. Well, you, you borrowed your millions. Eh. And you've spent them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll borrow some more. Yeah, exactly. The best thing about money is there's always more. There's always someone who's willing to give you more. All right. Well, once then, I sell the footage of this amazing adventure, I'll pay it back in spades. You know, I, I, that is the one thing I'm almost positive you're not going to do. I'm not saying you're not going to make money off it. I'm just saying I don't think you're actually going to be paying. What was his name? Johnny Casper or just you know, Johnny Casper is not getting any money off. Of I'll invite him on a tour of Mirror Island. The hell did I name? What the hell did I name that gangster that was trying to throw you in a trunk? I sworn it was something Casparo. He almost something. made me spill my drink. Um, so when we take the yes, uh, Vincent Casparo. Mm. No relation to you. They have supplies over here, so we can stock up on supplies. Um, I just feel like if we could, I guess if they're going to actually make a Zeppelin, they're going to put everything aboard they can. They're going to put an armory. They're going to put something to work on. Yeah, we'll just take it and go. Yeah. How hard could it be to steal a, steal a Zeppelin from some Nazis? Exactly. What could go wrong? Well, it depends. I mean, depending on, you know, they're not going to see the hum drive coming. That's exactly right. Um, and you're the only person that knows how to pilot that thing. Well, well he knows how to make the hum drive work. Left, right. <laughs> that, that is a problem. You did actually kill your in the crash. You did manage to kill your helmsman, your navigator, Luckily, our and your pilot. Is worthless here. Yeah, yeah we don't need um, And honestly, piloting whatever. Uh, I'm sure you can figure it out. I'm just going to try and nab some Nazis and basically say, "Hey, how would you synthesize hydrogen? You know, just like for fun. Like, how would how would you do it <laughs> uh, with your Earth. with your physics? I think you can actually figure it out. Oh, it's you know what? Because I remember doing it in high school. Yeah, I, so I think, I think I'm we can pretty do sure it. all you need is an electric current, and you're good to water, go. Yeah, water and electric current, and you've got your hydrogen. Yeah, of course, it's all going that way. I mean, we'll, we'll figure that out. But I will make sure that we like bring aboard the equipment we need to yeah. go. So we're going to just steal the Zeppelin and take off. 
I guess, yes. All right, that looks like the plan that you will attempt to execute on our next meeting, which is going to be, unless I'm mistaken, in two weeks. Two oh weeks? God. I... What goes on with you in two weeks? Let's uh, wind up this episode, and then we'll negotiate time so that the player can... Anyone listening to this what in the future does not have to hear me talk about yeah. uh, schedules and things like that. So, with us endeth a, another not terribly action-packed episode of... Sorry. The <laughs> Sky Raiders of Lemuria. You guys get out there. You guys get up there in a Zeppelin in the Hollow Earth. You will be Sky Raiders of Lemuria. There's no doubt about that. All right. Until next time, signing off, 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 signing off.